Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 116. So, it's Valentine's Day, and actually, Cody, I don't know why you're here. You've got a girlfriend. I was going to say, no, what the fuck? No, literally everybody here, except for me and Jake, don't have a girlfriend. So you should all be going doing Valentine's Day things. Anyways. They didn't uh, know Jake was here until you said something. Uh, that's uh, it's, it's a subtle intro. We'll get to the real one. Uh, <laughs> anyways, Luke's out doing birthday and Valentine's Day things. So we're uh the joke earlier was we were scraping the bottom of the barrel but we're really not um for those of you who don't know who jake matthews is he's the he's sort of the man behind the curtain on a lot of the shenanigans that i've talked about on the podcast he's uh you know the the leasee of the shop that me and him used to uh, share quite a bit of time in, and uh, it, recently that that place is now now gone. So I figured, what better time to sort of talk about all the bullshit and shenanigans that happened in that place than uh, you know a day when we don't have Luke and we got no other guests. So it's long overdue. That is for damn sure. Yes, we've been trying to get figure out how to snake Jake in here for quite a bit because he's. Uh, and we're continuing to toot your horn, Jake, but he's an incredibly good uh, mechanic and uh, does quite a bit of work. He just doesn't have a rig. He's been in, in the club that we're a part of, Backyard Built, since inception, has never once wheeled with the club. He has had a rig, really? but for whatever reason, Wait, even the black a single trip with the club. Wait, <laughs> the black two-door with the shock hoops in the back, that never went on a club trip? Nope, uh, never went on a club trip. Plenty wow. of... Uh, of Bullshit Dave adventures, but never a uh, club trip. We we were still we were still a young club back then, and I didn't want to get us in trouble with the NEA if it ever killed somebody. Good point. That's that's terrifying, but good point. (laughs) But but yeah, so um, shoot, where the hell do we even want to start with this? I mean, we could talk about your two door for a second here. That's that's probably. Uh, I won't say that's the most off-road content we'll get out of this whole podcast, uh, but it's it's definitely your only contrib- contribution to like stuff that you've owned. So let's start there. Let's give us the picture of this thing. Cody actually saw it because he Cody almost, almost bought, bought it. it. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! I was not going to buy that pile of poo. My buddy Brandon, <laughs> who uh, I rode out to "quote unquote" Salem because it's, it technically isn't, but whatever. It is. No, no, it's Salem. Oh, it was okay. I didn't know if that was. Still considered Salem. Yep. Like Sorry, in the corner, but it counted. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to go too into detail. But pretty much we drove up there. And as we were on our way up, he was like, hey, I'm going to need you to drive this thing home. And I'm like, okay, sure. Like, I'm fine with that. We have gone on the worst adventures together all the way up to Maine to buy a Subaru that we d- didn't even buy after getting there at 12 o'clock at night. Terrible stuff like that. So showing up, seeing you, seeing the rig was like no surprise to me. <laughs> so you Hilariously, were- that's actually how I ended up with this. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Alright, tell that story, Jake. Uh- Alright, so the, the Black Tudor, questionably 98. We don't really know. I never checked. The VIN <laughs> on the door didn't match the VIN on the computer. Um, <laughs> oh boy. And the thing ran like shit. So we don't even know like what we don't no. know what was changed. Like um, so uh, our buddy Dave is the one who originally found it and originally purchased it. As he does. And 
it uh, i'm trying to remember what was going on with it that he bought it it had like three different mismatched tires on it uh yes. we went to pick it up in we, grafton we, mass somewhere yeah we we bought it from Pacconi. yep uh who uh, uh, that's Toe boys acquired you, it. If, yeah, if you he didn't this, purchase it, he acquired it, and I'm not going to go into details. <laughs> I don't, okay, even, I don't even remember. I don't want to know. But uh, yeah. either way, <laughs> we yeah you you can tell the whole Dave story right. on that. Too. So so we went out to get it. Um, we looked it over. It was fine. It ran ran right. You know, whatever. It's okay. It's got like maybe half a headlight. We can get it home. Uh, again, it's Dave, so we're driving it back. Fuck it. <laughs> um, he goes in the house to pay for it while Graham and I are outside looking it over just to make sure we're not, you know, Dave's not going to die at least. I'm riding with Graham. Uh, and then he manages to lose the key. What? Within five minutes of signing the title or whatever the hell he did. <laughs> what? Devil's Lettuce may have been involved <laughs> in the loss of that key. Oh my god. What, what might have so, been Devil's Lettuce. Yeah. Oh. So by the time we're all done, like, chatting, standing around the thing, and they actually go in to sign the paperwork, it's like 10 o'clock in the So oh by the time they God. come out, it's like 11. And then we're trying to figure out how to deal with this key situation. So eventually, Dave buys an ignition cylinder, I don't know why, from one of Pacone's parts jeeps. And then realizes, wait a minute, you actually have to drill the old ignition cylinder out. <laughs> so at this point i'm pissed off because it's getting close to like midnight and you know every, you know dom's trying to kick us out we gotta leave so i just grab a screwdriver say well dave's problem and i smash out the ignition lock and just fucking start the thing with the screwdriver <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was a nightmare that uh, we were both me and jake were very pissed and Pacconi was pissed at this point too because he was like you just bought this thing you lost the key and now it's stuck in my yard <laughs> so, uh, wow. either yeah. way we got it running uh three mismatched tires like no tire was the same size we're like 32s 31 the biggest 30. was a 33 oh my god yeah um, yeah he, he drove it through boston uh you know through the tunnels through the tunnels 1a you know the <laughs> that's insane <laughs> the fenders were cut no. for 35s with no lift too yes. so it looked absolutely um, absurd um I had a picture of it. I don't know if it's accessible at the moment. Uh, it would take me right a minute to find it. Yeah. yeah, no, don't worry about that now. We'll All find right. it after. Anyway, so yeah, the fenders are cut basically to the hood line. They were cut really well, but basically to the hood. They could mm-hmm. they could cut a circle like better than no other. I don't know how mm-hmm. they did it, but it was a Wait, circle. Wait, I remember that. Yes. I remember that. I remember talking about how perfectly cut they were. And <laughs> I could have swore you were like, yeah, I think they put a barrel up to it and like traced the line or something. I oh my gosh, that was so long ago. Holy shit. Yep. Uh so he ripped that thing through Boston, one headlight, no plates, no ignition, so stolen as fuck to any cop that pulled him over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about all that. Uh. Great. Um, we get it back, and we have it about a week kicking around, just not really sure, because, you know, Dave buys stuff, and then it just kind of kicks around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at this time, I was just getting ready to pull the motor out of my my Ford, my, my antique one, because it mm-hmm. was blown the fuck up. I had just, I think the last weekend I drove it, I went down to buy an engine from one of Sean's brothers. 
we're, we're pushing like 70 PSI compression on every hole. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I pulled chunks of metal out of the, the oil intake that were like large grain of salt size. Yeah, it was probably just the rings. Oh, it was all cam. <laughs> the cam had just completely come apart. Oh no. Yep. So anyway, I'm planning on pulling the pulling the truck apart to, to rebuild the motor, and I need a new car. So, you know, Graham's been doing the Jeep stuff, Dave's been doing the Jeep stuff. Eh, you know what? I might as well might as well try this whole Jeep thing out. And uh, I start looking on Facebook Marketplace. I find a naive not gonna say nice, but a okay enough four-door red Cherokee. I don't even know what year it was, up in New Hampshire. So load up Graham's Jeep and we're going to New Hampshire. Yep, we get there. Guy tells me it runs and drives. It'll make it all the way home. We get there. There is no fuel tank in it and the rear end's blown up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Not driving home. Even even if you pulled the rear drive shaft, not driving home. The fuel no. tank is literally on the ground. <laughs> uh, and it was like two foot of snow snowstorm by the time we got there. Oh, yeah. No, it was just starting at that point. Yeah, it just started. Wait, the, you said the gas tank was on the ground? Yeah, he yes. took it out like he while we were on the, the way up pump. there. Fuel pump or something he was changing. Oh, my God. Yeah. So because he knew you intended to drive it or because it just know. didn't run. Don't I don't know. know. Oh, my God. So we get there and obviously that deal is not happening. So we load back up into Graham's Jeep and start heading back into this fucking blizzard. Now a little bit pissed off because we drove all the fucking way up there to buy something and didn't make it happen. Mm. So I'm on Facebook Marketplace like, come on, there's got to be something. We're already out. Where's a Jeep? And <laughs> Dave finds a like teal green two door in the submarine base area of Connecticut. Oh, Jesus. Okay. okay. And says, well, if you hand me the cash in your pocket, I'll give you my black Jeep and we'll go down and buy this blue one because it's got a manual in it. That's the only thing that is that was the only uh, reason he wanted it. No other yep. reason. The thing I wasn't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was not great. <laughs> it was actually totaled. <laughs> yeah, it literally was. Oh, you guys gaslit him into wanting this blue one so you could. No, have no, the no, black no, no, he gaslit no, 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 no. He he wanted it. <laughs> he was oh, dead no. set on taking the on getting the manual because his his Wrangler at the time was a manual or still is. You yeah. think he still has it? Yeah. So it's a manual. So he was like, "I need a manual Cherokee," because he initially he didn't know those were a thing, and then when he had the Cherokee, he realized that they were. So he went to go. Now he wanted one, right? This is just was, how Dave works. There's no I was logic a baby to back Dave then, sometimes. and I was like, you know what? I want a, I want an automatic. Give me that AW4. <laughs> Rams, was yours swapped yet, or no? God, no. No, no. Wow. I still had two four two. Uh, not swapped. Just, we had not acquired the vehicle that donated the transmission yet. Mine was still on 33s at this time, I think. Yeah. Oh, did the blue Jeep... Is that where you got the transmission from? No. No, no, no. That that's, that's a whole different Dave story. <laughs> <laughs> the one that isn't relevant to having Jake here at all. No. <laughs> Although I was present for that. Yeah, you were. <laughs> we, we were all present for all of them, but every time it was an absolute shit show. Uh, yeah. So like anyway, we have Dave on at some point. Just we really should. Died. 
my god. Oh god, that you, would you be... really should. Dave is <laughs> all his stories are just great. <laughs> we'll have to pencil it in. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we um we go all the way from the middle of New Hampshire to the absolute bottom of Connecticut, buy that, and then come back. Same day as same, looking at the same red night. One? It's same snowing. fucking night. It's Wait. snowing. <laughs> okay. like, lots of snow. <laughs> and Graham is just accepting his fate and just tootling oh, along. Yeah. With oh, yeah. It was yep. not a great night, but it, you know, it, we made okay. it happen. Hopping out in the, the blizzard, putting the four-wheel drive in gauge so we could <laughs> drive on the highway. Because <laughs> yeah. oh, no. the transfer case still didn't work back then. You had to go under the Jeep. Oh, that's right. I didn't have the lever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was annoying yep and i was like well yep. how fast do you think i can go before the 242 blows up <laughs> oh my gosh that was yeah. funny that, that was fun uh so i ended up with the, of course the thing that i had broken then i ended up with it yes uh, <laughs> and never fixed push button yep we uh the very first thing we did it was we threw a uh switch and a push button Wait a second. When I showed up that day, it didn't really have a key. No, it was push button. Did we did we know that? Probably. I don't think we would knew that because I feel like that would definitely stick out in my mind. I artisanally drilled that fucking hole too, with so. by hand with vice grips. There was no drill involved. <laughs> what hole for the push button for or the button the... in the uh, was in the metal hole. plate that goes under the uh, under the steering column? Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, this was way back. This is like caveman days. There were no tools. There were vice nope. grips and a drill bit. Uh, we had nothing else. Driveway. <laughs> Why didn't you just do it by hand at that point? At least That's you what I did. Control. No, but I'm saying at least like literally just spinning the drill bit in your fingers. Because I needed to be able to get the, the, you know, the blade to actually grab a little you metal. No, leverage no, no. From the vice I, will send you, I will send you a picture of a 3 8 hole that I hand drilled in my center console at work because I have ADHD and I fidget. So like I literally, as I've been driving around, I literally have been, it's, and mind you, it's a three quarter inch piece of plywood. Like, it's thick, and I just drilled into it by hand. You can do it if you have enough determination, Graham, okay? <laughs> or boredom, one of the two. <laughs> so, I'm a little a little sad I got rid of that Jeep, but not really, because we'll, we'll get into that more. But I am going to just take a moment to, to just toot my own horn here and just take credit. This, this is technically all my fault. <laughs> the black Jeep is all your fault? No, no, this, everything, this whole thing. Oh, because of, like, you're saying Graham, or the, I'm confused by this whole thing, that could be, like, your, it's your fault that you were born, or that I was born, or, like, what? Maybe, maybe, you know, I, I, I gotta check. <laughs> but, uh, without the Black Jeep, we would not have gone on an adventure twice to meet and purchase things from Sean, Correct. get invited oh. to create Backyard Built Off-Road, mm-hmm. and thus... The podcast. That's true. Wow, look at Jake go. <laughs> yep, that's a little not trendsetter. Wrong. Uh, so yeah, that's um first thing we did. I went and grabbed a rough country like three inch lift kit for it from Sean on Marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> um, As and then do. I can't remember if the tires were at the same time or if they were before, but his thirty five inch uh, Kumo we... Road Ventures. Yeah, we bought the lift and the tires at the same time. We jammed it all in my Jeep because I remember yep. he was like, 
damn, you fit. You're going to fit all that stuff in there. And we were like, yep, yes, we are. And we did. It had Kumos on it at the time? It had Kumos on it, and they were the best. Uh, don't, uh, I don't know about that one. Uh, yeah, he, he, he swears by his Kumos. They were completely bald the entire time he bald, owned them, and he still and swears they were by them. at 40 PSI the entire time I owned them, because I also <laughs> didn't know about that. They, did they have those are the ones with like the C's facing inwards, right? Or like the weird like uh, C tre- tread pattern. Kind of the I think the old uh, the KL seventy one tread pattern was a little bit different than the new version. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically just got a giant middle lug that's basically. like fist sized or a little bigger uh, through the middle, and then I don't even remember what's on the side because it's not important. It's just no. there there are no there's no tread. It's just like big lugs and yeah. there's not and <laughs> it they were work. really really <laughs> soft the uh the old version of the tire oh okay i think sean wore them out in a ridiculously low amount of miles oh they were scalloped to shit yeah. yeah they were all all sorts of messed up but because they were so soft they actually worked pretty well yeah uh, that's that Jeep went everywhere that Gre- uh, Graham's Jeep went uh, during that kind of intermediate period there on his, uh, what were those, 33-inch? Were those the BFGs or were those? Yeah, those were the BFGs, and then I traded them for the Pro Comps, which was a dumb idea, but, you know, I wanted to be on 35s too, so yep. did oh. that. Graham, go yeah, into it a little bit. At this point with your Jeep, when so when he had his, where was yours? Mine like, was, what do you mean? Like, like what was done yeah. to it? Like at that time, like what step were you at? I had four and a half inches of lift, uh, 33s or 35s, depending on, you know, the, the exact date you looked. And I had the stinger bumper. The stinger bumper was the first thing I put on that Jeep, by the way, before Wait. a lift, before tires, before anything. The yes. stinger were bumper. driving yes. around with. Yes, I was because I I had plans for it. And I was like, I want this bumper. So I got the bumper and I put it on and I drove around with it like it was. (laughs) And then I put the lift in after. (laughs) So somehow. Yeah, no, I want to call him a douche, but a little harsh. Um, But I'm surprised that you didn't make it on like Club XJ. You might actually have a picture of. Yeah. If anybody saw that picture, it was like, look at this fucking guy. Who, Who does he think he is? And like. That would have done so well on Club XJ. Yep, yep. I wonder if I have a picture of it way, way back. I'll have to look. I might, floating around on one of my old phones. That would be fucking gold. <laughs> I know I have a picture of it, but it would take me a million years to find it. Okay, well, if you could find it, let me know. <laughs> it was a great cover for this a... episode. Both two Jeeps together. <laughs> we actually <laughs> do have that. Uh but it, not when it was a baby, but when it was on thirty threes, it might be. You're think, gonna have, you're gonna have Photoshop. Just chop it down a little bit, make it look super short and stout. And... No, no, no. It's gotta be. It's gotta be real if we're gonna if we're gonna find those pictures. They do exist. I know they exist. It's just uh, a, a lot of them it. are on one of your um, Google drives. Oh, okay. I have to look. Yeah, just scroll back in the Discord. You'll find them. Yeah, I loved that bumper, but I also hated that bumper. It was so obnoxious. But it was I so think... iconic. <laughs> it really was. It was extremely iconic. It sucked. It looked horrible. But, and then the, the I... Selena sticker. I remember the Selena <laughs> sticker <laughs> on the fucking... That was on the middle of the sticker. <laughs> 
I still remember the day I'm like, ooh, who's this your girlfriend? And like now knowing <laughs> Selena, you were like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, oh, what are you shy? Now me knowing Selena and knowing the whole situation, like obviously you like you answered it exactly how you should. But I was like, yeah, Graham, whatever you say. Like I just met you and I'm like egging you on to tell me about this person. Mm. Uh so funny. Wow. Yeah, anyways. The best part was just the stickers on it, like just slapped on it. It it sort of sticker bombed <laughs> itself. Now, you were taking this to what was that place in Maine um, or New Hampshire? What was the what was the train park or not train park? Oh my god, or not snow Rocky here. Mountain Off Road. That's uh, what it was. Four twenty that... Winter Hill, uh, Carthage, Maine. Carthage, Maine. I think he's still open. He is. Um, I uh, um, I follow his Facebook page, and the Taurus is still there. I know the Taurus. <laughs> that's a whole other story that is completely unrelated to this. Uh, the trip. What I'm trying. We're trying to make this podcast into. We could go on on a on the historical field trip for probably. Hell yeah! Three this is this is fucking entertaining. I want to hear about <laughs> Graham and Jake adventures, dude. This is what I signed up for. All right. Well, we, well, maybe we have to redo the intro then because that's not what I told people. We lied. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll mad lib it in. Don't worry. I'll just voice over. Or, or I mean, maybe this is just back. part one of many. If this is gonna how gonna be how it goes. I mean, we're already. 20 minutes in and we haven't even touched on uh, we could go for hours anything um, yeah <laughs> well, give it to me I'll, I'll sit here like a little kid next to a campfire listening to every second of it give it all to me this is this is that type of shit i love i love hearing that nostalgic feel then you both get excited laughing about something like that shit's sick yeah, love that. It, everybody's got those stories too it's 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 really funny uh, like mm-hmm. you were just like you saying that you had went to wherever to get the uh get something in maine and it didn't end up working oh, out like that's that's just like classic car kid <laughs> like bullshit. Can, I, it's can I tell a quick one super super fast because it just made me think of that we oh, went to go it. pick up an s10 this little s10 was a little four banger five speed pretty decent little truck well something that you wouldn't really think of in an s10 was this thing had airbags and it was body chopped and the whole rear it had a custom four link rear setup and like lifted like the actual bottom of the bed was lifted up well this thing's awesome. We're driving on the highway. Mind you, this is with my buddy Brandon, like all my crazy adventures, all, like the guy who almost bought uh, your Jeep. And we're stopping, or no, we were driving back, and I was like, fuck it, dude, I'm starving. Can we stop at uh, Wendy's? And he's like, yeah, yeah, screw it, we'll stop at Wendy's. So we stop. Well, what we didn't know was that the whole time that he was like dumping it on the highway and like making the bed scrape and all of that, well, he was actually taking off the the things that was scraping was the drain bolt on the bottom of his air tank for the <laughs> bags. So, <laughs> so like the worst case scenario happened. We're in the middle of fucking Wendy's and we're two hours away. Can't even lift the truck back up. Somehow we figured it out. I think I literally stuffed my finger into the air tank. Like my finger literally turned purple. So that way we could fill up the tank enough to actually get the bags to lift. And we just drove home instantly from there. Sorry. That just made me think of that. And that is, that is wild. Sounds about right. (laughs) Oh man. I think this is one of the, the pictures. So Graham just sent a picture or was it, yeah, was it you Graham? So Graham just sent a picture of the XJ into the, one of our little channels here. And I think this was one of the pictures. I think this actually was the picture. It was. Yeah. It was. 
Oh, oh, the cans in the CJ. Is that is the Wendy's cup still in the CJ, or did we uh, move it? I forget. The Wendy's cup is still in the CJ, which I'm currently looking at. Oh, <laughs> Please take a picture of it. That is fucking hilarious. How old is this picture? Uh, oh God, pretty old. That is. Which <laughs> picture was that one? This I don't know. This is back when we the had the storage fence. unit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Your no, storage was, unit way over there for one that, of them. That was uh, 2017. Yeah. Wow, dude. What the Six fuck? years of Wendy's cup in the seat. Does it still have liquid in it? Please tell me. No, no. it doesn't have a bottom Thank- in it anymore. Oh, because it probably rotted through. <laughs> it's been six years. I would hope so. No, no preservatives, bro. It preserves the cardboard. It's fine. Mm, no, no, no. That's not how this works. They weren't using preservatives in 2017. They had to have, I guess. I don't know, actually. <laughs> So let's let's circle back to uh, you two idiots. Now, Rocky Mountain Terrain Park. How did that thing do? And not even necessarily the rig, but how did you two do? Like, didn't uh, I think you told right. a story once where somebody almost fell off a cliff, Graham? So that and... was the third trip. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, the, um, yeah. Which yeah. pictures did you send them, Graham? Did you send them the ones I just sent you? Uh, I'm going to send them the ones you feed me, yes. Okay, um, so those, the two that talk I just about, sent you talk are about the our circum- first trip. Talk about the circumstances of us going, of us deciding we were going to go there. Okay, that, that's Cause... easy. So we've got our Jeeps now. I just put 35s on mine. Mine's kind of big. It's like, oh, we gotta, we got to go to some off-roading now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we drove out to Freetown once before that and just kind of drove down Copacet Road, because what you do, I guess. Mm-hmm. Little baby Jeeps. Broke um, my Jeep. And we just yeah we broke Graham's Jeep. Broke my fuel pump specifically. It ripped the 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 uh, intake line, like the plastic nipple, just off. How I don't fucking know. Uh, there's nothing to snag that, but we did. I also lost a rear brake line. But it's super. The guy who lives at the end of that road was super cool. We played. What did we play? Mario Kart or something in his house while we waited for the tow truck. And he Whoa, gave man, us hot like pizza, bagels or something. pizza bagels. Yeah, it was, it was like <laughs> that. Sounds rapey as fuck. Hold it, it on, it could have been, but it wasn't. Well, we were just having a good time. This guy lured you into his house with no, Mario. We were Kart standing and- outside of his house waiting for a tow truck, and he he he, you know, basically was, you know, he was like, "What are you guys doing? Like, are you are you guys okay?" Uh, yada yada. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. and, and then we like, went and played Mario Kart, ate pizza bites or whatever in his house. <laughs> wow. What you do? yep yep so give us the other circumstances keep going all right trying to think here so we were oh you do you not remember no i remember i'm just trying to remember where i was okay i was gonna say all right inside some house. no no no. we so we we'd done that already i think it was like was it a sunday i think it was a sunday um you myself Dave no, it must Griff. have been a Saturday or a Friday or something. No, it was it was bad. It was like not not the correct day to do it. Okay. Uh, we'd all gotten together in the morning. Okay, it was Dom, Griff, you, Dave, myself, and maybe someone else. I can't remember. No, because hey, I think Dom? I was alone in no. the XJ. No, 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 no. It was just uh, it was just the three of us. I think the first time was it? No, uh, Griffin, Griffin, Dom came. Dom as in white Dodge Dom? No, 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 no. no. Completely uh, okay, different. Guy. Okay, okay. Um, sorry, I just I didn't so know. So we were all like... together and we went to Five Guys for lunch after working on something. And as we're sitting there, we're like, we should go off roading, but we don't know where to go. 
Dave solve, saves the day. Came out, and we start looking up where to go. <laughs> and Dave comes up with the, hey, there's this Rocky Mountain Terrain Park thing. We should go. So. It's in Carthage, Maine. So naturally, we pack up our lunch, hop in the rigs, and hit the highway. How far would you say this is from you guys at that point in time? Three hours, at least. Oh, um, and you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. This seems like a great call. Yep. yep. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so we did. Um, my XJ had a broken revolver shackle at that time in the back. I didn't know because I didn't check. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't need those. They're not important. No. Not at all. That that was the other thing. Is so three inch rough country lift, Terraflex revolver shackles, no shocks, and bald thirty fives. That wow, was the build. That that sounds like a recipe for shit to get fucked up. It was great. I don't think your Jeep <laughs> broke. No, it didn't. <laughs> that, that that stupid thing would not break. It was totally fucking destroyed, and it the was key a death is, trap. If you go to the event already broken, you can't break while you're there. It, that is true. Uh you can ask Luke that. Luke <laughs> Luke seems to do that pretty actually, all the boys seem to do that. Uh I mean Graham literally shows up almost every day in like every place we go and he's like, Yeah, I gotta work on this before I even get to go wheeling. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh the fun part was on the highway because that Jeep, everything was so loose, but it didn't death wobble. It's the one thing I'll say is it it only ever death wobbled on me once, and that's when the tie rod fell off. <laughs> Seems like an adequate time to death wobble, to be honest. <laughs> yes. I just I remember getting that call, like, uh, I have no steering. <laughs> I needed him to bring me a ball joint nut so I could put the steering yeah. back on. Oh my god. <laughs> You're just uh, sitting so... there like off the intersection, just like in between the two roads, pointed towards the <laughs> sidewalk. <laughs> Oh With God. the tie rod just fucking hanging out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I am not afraid to drive any shitbox. Yep, yep. So we hop on the highway and we just cruise. Um, downside, I have to stop for gas like four times from a full tank. This thing pukes black smoke. Like it would, I don't know if it would put a, you know, a, black smoke tuned diesel to shame but like it smoked more than Colin's truck uh, which Damn. doesn't smoke that much but like it you know uh, it, it, it if puffs you black properly smoke. got this on thing, this thing you could black out the uh, at least one lane of traffic wow. so what? stupid <laughs> we don't know why we don't know uh, why it puffed out black smoke the Jacob story is and in big ass quotation marks it had a stroker motor I never checked it didn't was really the, care. Yeah, we did. We, it wasn't important. It ran. That's all that matters. <laughs> the only I did I did put a computer on it once, and the only code in the check engine light deal was just a big old all capital letters transmission fault. That's not the end of the world. No, just shift manually shift it. Yeah, yeah. After you manually shift it. <laughs> no, it didn't have to. It just shifted fine. It didn't stay in third gear. I thought that was one of those AW4 things. Well, if it was, this one didn't care. Or Jake didn't care. There's yeah. a high probability there's of both. High probability of that, too. 
so that was the first trip up. Uh, I didn't have an easy pass. Graham and Dave did, so I'd have to bomb at like 90 miles an hour ahead of them to get to the toll, pay it in cash, and then catch up with them on the way. Makes sense. Yeah. So we got to Rocky. Got it. And... I mean, it was a great day of wheeling. It was a beautiful day. We were out. We were all little babies, so we were spotting each other over rocks. But, like, Yeah, we were. It's so funny to look back on that now. Uh, just, you know, how how naive we were with all that stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was you, the other, the you other didn't unique. You the, the smokescreen. That didn't uh, happen yet. Oh, that didn't happen? That was the second trip. Okay. <laughs> um, the other unique thing about that Jeep is it had a uh, power sunroof. Factory optioned. What? Yep. What? Still had all the original uh, headliner trim for the uh, the sunroof button and everything. Yep. I didn't even know that that was a thing. I know that there was Neither like the, the dealer option ones that was like a manual like back in the 95, 96. Nah, right? this thing no, it was, was electric. fancy. Power windows, power locks, power sunroof. Leather seats then, right? Uh, cloth seats. What? So it wasn't unlimited then? Nope. It was a sport. What? What the fuck? Yep. That's so cool. I didn't, because I know that the limiteds were like luxury as fuck. I didn't know that they ever made sunroofs for them. But no, what? I have no idea and I never looked into it because it's gone. It is spoons in China. Yep. Yeah. So is my 95. I'm sad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was the the first trip. Second trip? Oh no, was that the first trip? No, it was the second trip because the second trip's the one that took us twelve hours to get there. <laughs> yeah, what? because we had to stop because County needed his beauty sleep. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold! Oh. Why? If it, if if tw- why not just stay home at that point? I feel like within that twelve hours, you could just suck it. Well, we were trying to be smart, well, right? And the, the the first trip was just a day trip. We went up for the day and we came back. Okay. Okay. The second trip we planned a weekend. We're gonna go camping and do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So of course, you know, halfway there we get to the first main Walmart we see and Dave needs to buy C B radios. Oh no, that Jesus. was at a gas station, but we also stopped at the Walmart for food or something, and then like Dave got chairs or something. He needed a tent. It was just like <laughs> we spent way too much time in Walmart. Yeah. Uh, is 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 what happened. Which I see a lot even in our trips now. Like nothing has changed. It's still the same thing. We take fucking forever to get everything sorted because it's always the day of the trip that we get the shit. Uh Says the guy that we had to go into fucking Home Depot to get you wrenches. Yeah, because I didn't have any of my fucking tools because I was working on the Jeep till six in the morning and the trailer. Mm, Nothing was right. Mm. Nothing was like everything that could have possibly uh, told me to go fuck myself before that trip did. And somehow it still worked out. So I don't want to hear it. I forgot my tools. What else? What's what do you want from me? It wasn't even the wrenches. It was the sockets. I had zero sockets. Really? So, yes, we bought sockets. I thought oh, we man, got we both. Even, those Rocky trips, we didn't bring any tools with us. Oh, no. We brought almost nothing. And it worked out every time, so we were lucky. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think I had, like, a screwdriver with me to, like, occasionally retighten my transmission cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were, we were something else back then. Yeah. So the the second trip was the weekend trip. After all the Walmart and 
delays, we ended up, for some reason, spending the night in the Kennebunk rest stop parking area, which isn't yes. even that far away from where we started from. We could have just driven home. Yeah. <laughs> and come back the next day. Uh, okay, so... And then so continued on. So Back, back to, the, <laughs> to the adventure at hand. So we continue on, and at some point, I didn't notice that Matt had had an edible that morning. He was he was co-driving with me. He was forgot. my passenger for the day. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> and about I don't even remember where we were, but we were we were kind of like and still still half an hour away or something. But we're bming down the highway trying to catch up with Graham and Dave because once again Wait, I had to I had County's to stop first to pay name a toll. Is, County's first name is Matt. Yes. I never fuck. Can we refer to him as County, please? So I can stay consistent. Yeah. We can do that. <laughs> Thank um, you. So Graham and Dave got ahead of me because I had to stop to pay a toll. So I was trying to catch up to them again, bombing along, winding that thing up to like ninety something miles an hour. Not advised. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my transmission cooler line blows off. <laughs> oh man. Because it was a piece of rubber hose that every time... It, it, this was a normal thing. This happened all the time. And every time it happened, I would just cut a little bit off the hose, push it down, and then retighten the hose clamp. Um, so it blew off and just sprayed immediately onto that little pre-cat next to the header. Mm-hmm. And we full-on, like, Batman-level smoke screened the entirety of I-95 North. Holy shit. Yeah, because I but didn't, didn't notice... notice. I didn't notice until the transmission started slipping. Because <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I was looking ahead. <laughs> and so we're just, we're cruising along, we're driving, and County and I just both happened to look at the middle of the Jeep at the same time and just saw this puff of white smoke rising from the center console. <laughs> and we're both just kind of staring at it for a second. And he had this just absolute dumbstruck, dumbfounded look on his face. <laughs> and I didn't realize that that was because his edibles were hitting it like that moment. <laughs> yeah, he was freaking out. I remember that. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so, pull over, call Graham and Dave, tell them to bring me a couple quarts of transmission fluid, crawl into the Jeep, fix the line, put it back together. They eventually get back to us, top it off, back on the road we go. Uh, and that was a pretty good weekend. I think. No, 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 no. This was the weekend that the. You're skipping the 12 hours. (laughs) No, no, that was after. That was, that was just after the, the, the sleep at the, uh, the rest stop. The the, the 12 hours came from us taking, taking a nap at Kennebunk, which was the dumbest thing we've ever done. Yes. uh, To this day. Uh, it helped nobody. There was no sleep to be had. And, uh, yeah, it was just a giant mess. I, Why actually, didn't you I just... actually got a couple hours of sleep. My extra was very comfortable. Why don't you just drive through and get there if it's only we three hours? Of... We, we should have. None of, none of the drivers actually wanted to stop. It was the passengers. And we made Which we should never have listened. Yeah, we should not have listened to the passengers, but uh, it is what it is. There, there was a, a jar of water involved, too. I, that's not a, a family-friendly thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, um, the jar of water that was under the seat in my XJ that disappeared halfway through the drive. Yeah. The actual water? Uh, yep. Pure, yeah. clean water. Pure water. Oh, that was in the 12-hour period? 
Uh, no, that was in the the second that was half in the of the second the half of the twelve hour period. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, there there okay. was there was a jar of water uh, getting and passed around. There wasn't a jar of water by the time we got there. Yeah. Was that your only jar of water for the trip for the weekend? No, but it was a um, it was it was very very high end water. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, like some smart water. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a small jar. No. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah. That. Uh, yeah. It. It. It was. It worked out. He had. There were chaperones, but there, there holy were chaperones. shit! Wait. It um, was just you drank the water. No. 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 I did not drink any water at all during that trip. The water disappeared from my jeep. It wasn't in my jeep when I went to look for it when we left. Who, who the fuck was drinking it? Uh, the pizza man drank it. The whole bitch. I don't know if I think I think uh, I think his, Dom assisted. His, yeah, there was some assistance there, but there there were a few uh, times it was being waved over the roll cage. Yes, when it when it had been emptied successfully. Um, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that was bad. Good water. Good you, water. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> no. No. You don't need to drink any water when you're driving. Stay hydrated no. by other means. I don't Hydrate drink your own spit. with Gatorade. I don't know. Uh, that 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 was the lead into the picture of I don't know if you guys have seen that one the, the oh, infamous picture of Dave smoking in his underwear on the uh, tailgate of his TJ. <laughs> nope, I have never seen that. I All think right. I've seen this photo. I think that uh, might be an amazing cover, but I don't. I think we need to save that for a Dave episode if we ever get. You him might on. have to save that for a Dave episode. Um, <laughs> I have never seen a grown man panic the way County did when Dave went to hug him. <laughs> yeah but anyways we we all made it there uh without a hitch after that and um i think we we just kind of just wheeled the day I, that was when we went in the sand pit and you guys all thought i was crazy for trying to drive in the sand uh section not the sand pit but the like the sand ravine uh, yeah yeah that we were like what the fuck you're not gonna make that and then you just did because we were completely underestimating the capabilities of the jeeps Yep, it was it was it was great. I um, love that stage of off roading when you're completely new and you get amazed by the most basic of things, like going through some sand or crawling over a fucking rock—not even a boulder, just a rock. I love that stage. Well, it, it was a pretty. It wasn't like a decent, but it was a it was a good like washed out V notch of sand. It was you know. On little baby jeeps, it was interesting. I'd say yeah. even with with our stuff now, it would be kind of an interesting obstacle. I'm sure it's completely different because that whole section is so prone to just getting completely washed out that it's not even close to the same obstacle. I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, it was it would have been fun. I think even with with a big jeep, it might have actually been harder because you would have been so much wider, and it's not really a there's not a lot of room on the sides, and you couldn't even get out at the end. You had to back all the way through it. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> yep. Yeah. There, there wasn't any way out at the end. Yeah, I think there's a pictures of that floating around somewhere too, so you can. It's on. See it's all on the there. same Google Drive. We have it all still. Yeah. Well, well, I'll throw it in there so you guys can peruse it. Uh, but that was that was a good trip. It was uneventful, and then we met Samurai Dude. I think that trip, right? Yep. Same same dude as the guy with the Samurai. Yeah, that guy was wild. A uh, tiny little samurai with a cage that wasn't even bolted in. 
but he would literally just rev bomb the piss out of it, as you do on a samurai with a ton of gearing, uh, and just launch it up shit. And then we had, I think, finished for the day, and we're kind of chilling. We had set up camp. We were making something for dinner. And then these guys come over. It's sprinkling at this point, which will become more important later. Uh, and we're like, oh, yeah, okay, I guess we'll go out a little more. Uh, so we went out with those guys, uh, putzed around. Um, and by the time we had finished, it was really raining. It was like, it was, it was a good rain. And oh, it was it was raining inside my Jeep. Yeah, because your sunroof, the premium yep. sunroof. Uh, pay extra money for that. <laughs> so I don't know why you're complaining. Um, <laughs> and we get back to camp, and everybody's everybody who'd set up a tent, uh, the ground was just completely soaked. Like the the tents were either leaking. Jake, I know yours was leaking because you were my bitching brand about new fucking REI Half Dome Two. The rain was just going straight through the rain fly because somebody was touching it with their bare hands. Probably, I. Isn't fuck, that I a thing? Pissed. Where like if you're if you the oils from your fingers can like take away the waterproofing on the uh no they can't the it just fly? the waterproofing job was completely fucked from the factory mm, I don't know man I've been told that my whole life I have just, backpacked how do, you, how do you not touch a rain fly no yeah. like, I don't know I again, I have backpacked I'm with half dome twos my entire backpacking deal and I've never had a problem with one will your oils but this one was brand new. And of course, the day I went to return it, they're like, yeah, we don't carry those anymore, so get fucked. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, your tent was leaking. Somebody else put their tent, and it was completely just the bottom was full of oh, water. Oh, Dave's. Dave's. <laughs> he put it in a puddle. <laughs> or where a puddle would then form. So yeah. everybody was pissed, and we were like, we're not staying the night here. Granted, you know, keep in mind, we had just taken 12 hours to get here and wheeled for a tiny bit. And now it's pouring down rain. And there was actually there was a tornado in Carthage that day. There were several tornadoes in Carthage that day. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, and, we're and... on the top of a mountain, like da da, doing cheap shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured out the thing, and it's when you're in the inside, and then you touch the tent. That's when it can like get water through it. So never. Mind. Uh, yeah, no, that was the first time I'd ever taken it out. Yeah, I misunderstood. I'm an idiot. Yeah. But Damn, here are their REI tents. Love them. That particular one didn't. Did they warranty it? Uh, they did not because they had discontinued that model. Well, tell them to get fucked then. Yep. Jeez. Sounds like there was a reason they discontinued it. It was the greatest backpacking tent. I don't know why they stopped, but they did. Probably because it fucking wasn't waterproof. The other ones <laughs> I've used were. <laughs> Maybe this one wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> didn't get the extra waterproofing option. Yeah, clearly not. Yeah, didn't get uh, it wax coated. But, but anyways, yeah, we we finished up. Uh, and we just know, we just left like in the middle of the rainstorm. I don't even know what time it was. It was probably like two or three o'clock. We were very tired. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just pff, that entire. I missed the entire conversation you guys had with the owner of the property, John, because I was asleep in my XJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, and that was just a miserable drive home. And when did we get back? It was super late. I don't even remember. It was super late, but it wasn't as late as the third trip. Oh, did we? Oh boy, I forgot. Yeah, the third the, trip was the the winter trip. That one we actually did get to stay for multiple days at yep. least. That actually worked out really well. 
you know, this was in the this trip we went in the winter. Uh, we were going up with the Taurus. Um, we brought the Taurus. We brought my shit box. I think your Jeep had a manual in it by then. Yes, I think it did. Yeah. Um, and yeah, because then... that that summer we did the the manual swap because David got the pig, and then I had nothing to do after work, so I just showed up at your house every day until we finished it. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm more focused on the fact that you guys took a Taurus to uh, an off-road park. And oh, yeah. it went it's... everywhere the Jeeps did. And it's still there to this you day. You the Taurus. That yes. was the whole point of bringing the Taurus with us. What? <laughs> the uh, Taurus was scheduled to die uh so we brought it to kill it and that's what we did um and it, and it, it was a ton it of fun refused for quite a while well i got to drive it i think the most out of anybody dave drove it the the hardest uh or i guess no technically trevor drove it the hardest because yeah. he's the one who he started he's its death. it he's he crashed it <laughs> but oh god and it was a downhill from there because radiator popped at that point. But uh, yeah, it kept going. Dave popped the airbags because he hit a berm too hard. Oh yeah, he was trying to jump it over like the uh, the little motocross mogul like ramp thing, like a rain oh, gully. My god. Uh, yeah, because well, just, just right in. Just going straight over the the ramp wasn't good enough for him, so he had to hit it at an angle and try and launch himself off the side to get more air. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was it was just that that trip was a blast. Um, our dumbasses yeah. were like, "Oh, we'll just sleep in the jeeps and turn the heat on and run them." Thank God, the owner of the pro- there was nobody else there. It was just us. He was like, "Yeah, just stay in the cabin." And he had like this propane thing that you know definitely like those restaurant been- outdoor like fire things. <laughs> Not an indoor cabin one, but it was inside and it didn't seem too dangerous. Uh, and we didn't catch anything on fire, so uh, yeah. you know it, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> So and he let us sleep there, guys. and that was actually really nice. Uh, and we probably would have been freezing and not slept at all had we not stayed in there. Uh, yeah, that that was bad. That was rough. Yeah, and then was it the next day? Yeah, it was the next. It was the day next that, day that, because that's the that was Sunday. We we're gonna leave. Yep. Well, we had we were gonna wheel first. I know we were planning on doing some stuff. We kind of like putzed around for the beginning of the day. I don't remember much of what happened then, so it must have not been that interesting. Because the pig was dead at that point, we were just kind of dicking yeah. None of it. us, none of us could actually make it up the mountain to get on any of the real trails. Yeah, because we were all babies, and you know, it was slick. It was icy and gross, and we could do like this one loop. So we kind of just kept doing that and kind of drifting around in the uh, little park he had, and uh, like the the dirt course thing that he had at the bottom, and then we'd sort of had our fill, uh, and then I got stuck. That's what yeah, because you're you're trying to actually go up the mountain. Yes, and I wasn't really stuck, but it was kind of a weird spot, and I was being a giant baby about it, and uh, I I Massive. wanted somebody to winch me, and that didn't need to happen <laughs> at all. <laughs> but because so, I literally and, got out of it myself. Uh, yeah, and he was blocking the the primary access way up there. There's there's two ways, and I think you guys touched on this on a different episode. We might have, but, but we didn't go into detail. Dave decided to go up the other way to get in front of Graham and rescue him, but he went the sketchy way that has a like river flowing through it. The river is frozen, by the way. It's oh frozen. It's frozen like on his open, open TJ on thirty-one inch all terrains. Yeah, 
And we'd been going uh, down that because I know we had gone down some other routes. He'd gone down that route plenty of times, yep. but he had not gone up it. And going up something is very different than going down it, as we all know. So uh, yep. uh, he yeah. got stuck, and then he told me to push on his jeep. So I got out, I grabbed the tire carrier, and I gave it a shove, and it just kicked sideways and almost flipped off the side of this little fucking goat path thing. Yeah, because there was a there was a pretty significant drop into this. It kind of it came to you know it flattened out at the very end, but at the point he was at, it was probably a a story and a half, two stories worth of uh, fairly Rolling. street steep drop before you actually would get to the V of that little gully and. Then it flattened out past that, but uh, it wasn't a really good spot to be, that's for sure. <laughs> and there was no way to... He couldn't move. If he moved, he slid closer to the edge. So he could not drive the Jeep out of it. At that point, yeah. I think we got my Jeep out. Um, yeah, we went up to look at yours. Dave just sat in his Jeep panicking. Yes. Uh, we got I don't think he had a handbrake. He had to sit in there and hold the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course not. Uh... Yeah, he. Um, we got me out. I, I don't forget if we winched me or what we did. I think we did. Winch no, you it. just drove out of it. Oh my god, I'm a yeah. dumbass. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, I drove out of it. It was fine. I didn't need Dave to save me. <laughs> so the entire point of him getting stuck is completely lost at this point. There's no reason for him to be where he is. Uh, and at this point, it was starting. It must have been starting to get dark. Because I remember it got very dark. It very got very quickly. dark very quick. And, and very cold very quickly. Yes. Like negatives. Uh, very, very, very cold. Uh, yes. We were lucky I actually brought a five-gallon can of gas with me because Tyler ran out of gas. <laughs> I forgot about that. We didn't even mention that Tyler was there. He yep. was our buddy from uh, Seabrook. I don't know where he lives now. I think he moved back, though. Or he's planning on it. He had a really uh, nice XJ at the time. Like That thing was pretty clean. Yeah, he had a silver XJ too. Me and him were buddy buddy. Uh, it was, and he had come up with us that time and uh, just sort of just participated in in all the shenanigans. And uh, he was winching Dave from the back, I think. And yeah, he, I was using... he went up. He went up from the bottom because my Jeep was bald tires. I couldn't make it up to Dave. And you didn't have a winch, anyways. No. And we put a strap to him from his Jeep, right? Yes, yeah, strap to him from his Jeep because he he just. We strapped the corner of the bumper and just had Tyler like drive up into the trees to hold the back of Dave's Jeep. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's just to keep him from going off. Yep. If if anything were to happen. And then my winch was like up way out into the woods and then it came back at a horizontal or a, you know, like a 90 degree angle to the side. Yeah. Perpendicular to the Jeep to grab the front. Um and, and try, and pull try him back to on. get him straight so he could go forward or backwards or do something. Um, and that was a mess because this is when I had my shitty build 8000. Uh, Greatest witch giant. of all time. Oh, Manual yeah. engagement. And I don't know why this one would... I don't know if... And I still to this day have the winch and don't know why it doesn't stay engaged. Um, but it, it, it would not stay engaged unless you held it. You could hold it just fine and it wouldn't pop out of gear. But as soon as you let it do its own thing, and I'd, I'd replaced the spring, the ball, uh, You didn't even have pieces. to hold it that hard, because I had to hold it half the time. Yeah, I know you and Trevor, and I I think I swapped in at one point, because Trevor looked fucking freezing. Oh, he was, yeah, <laughs> and he was, I think he was a little scared of it, which, being a oh, steel I, cable, I mean, yeah. No, 
Yes, yes, you should be scared of it. Uh, it can chop you in half in a moment's notice. The uh, more you know. Yeah, that's so. some, that is, I'm just going to take a tangent here for a second. That's something I've noticed a lot of watching videos, is people are getting way too comfortable around winch cables with all the synthetic lines that are out there. Um, just the amount of times I see people just like stand like their leg almost touching a steel cable because they're used to all the synthetic lines. That is a good point. That is a good point because people didn't. People nowadays don't have to realize like chains. You learned the first time a fucking chain mm -hmm. snapped, bro. You fucking learned right then and there when when a chain is involved. Don't go fucking near it. Don't go in front of it. Don't go behind it. Don't go next to it. Don't even don't even be around it if you're not in the vehicle. Don't uh, fuck. Honestly, I almost don't even, even want to be in the vehicle. No. Like, we had no. an incident. Yeah. Quick little tangent. Um. I know I just stole your tangent with now my small tangent. Anyways, um, I, my buddy's Ford was stuck. Me and another friend were in front of it, pushing it. The chain was attached to the back of his truck, and they were pulling it backwards. So we were in front trying to push and trying to help. Dude, I swear to God, this chain snapped, came up over the, the roof of the truck, over the hood, slammed into the grill right in between me and my buddy. Like, fuck. I, ever since then, I learned, don't go near that shit. Hell no. The uh, bucket on my tractor got caved in on the side from a chain snapping trying to pull a tree out of the woods. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Fuck that. But yeah, I agree. I agree. I think people uh, are just too, not necessarily too used to it or just don't even think about it. Yeah, like, like I said, there there's no danger from the synthetic cable, so they're just getting comfortable with being out there, like, next to the cable. Yeah. It's crazy stuff. I mean, even if you have one of those, the bags, or like you put a sweatshirt over it or anything like that, still, I know it's supposed it's to not, it, but it's I, not enough. That I, it, that's like a feel good. It keeps it from flying up and out, away if you put something heavy enough on it. But mm -hmm. I mean, if it snaps, it's still gonna fucking. There's gonna be a lot of energy in that thing. You go for your ankles or some shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's why it's but, better uh, to have that synthetic shit. You don't have to worry about it. Snaps, goes right to the ground. And you can tie it back together if you know how to do it. Yep. Even so, if you don't know how to do it. Well, no, because isn't there like a proper way to like sew them back together or something like that? Uh, I don't know. Square knot. There is, but like worst case scenario, you can just make a knot. Collins has like three. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Fucking Boy Scout, do you do a non-seizing knot or do you want it to seize? I uh, do the grandma knot, you know, the like, one that just kind of bundles it together. Uh, okay, so like a I little preferred. bow tie. Got it. No, I just, it never, it doesn't have to come undone, so just make a mess. No, you just, and, uh, you timber hitch that shit to whatever you're trying to pull. There we go, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, that. it's funny to hear these different little stories back when you guys were young. It's It's crazy to now see, like, like i don't know i consider like i consider graham an experienced person now like when i go wheeling like i'm comfortable because i'm with dudes that are like yeah we've probably been through this before fuck do you, i've never once experienced somebody dropping both ball joints snapping an axle shaft and then losing like their wheel sitting on the ground next to their rig on trail and like first time ever meeting you guys that happens and like everybody's just like super calm and casual, like Collins laughing about it. And I don't know, at that point in time, we really didn't have any trail breaks. So it was really cool to be like, damn, like these guys, these guys will probably figure it out regardless of what happens. We're probably going to make it out of the woods. That's pretty dope. Yeah. I mean, that's just a part of 
wheeling, right? You're gonna mm-hmm. eventually hit those stupid brakes, and you gotta figure it out. Uh, Colin was the butt of a lot of them. Uh, is, still to this day, the butt of a lot of them. I spent more time sitting in the woods waiting for shit uh, because of that rig for, than anybody else's, I think. Um, yeah. Although when my three-link slash entire Dana 30 blew up, that that was a an operation to get out to. Yeah, but it it wasn't even that bad. We we just strapped it up and it it got out. Was that the yeah, it, it, it drove itself out. Yeah, but with a lot of really chintzy like Home Depot rats, <laughs> like the orange we ones. Even, <laughs> we didn't even have a real good ones. We had it like strapped. Uh, you know, we had a the track bar didn't break, but it was the upper link, so we had to like strap it forward and backwards with little Home Depot straps that kept breaking. And then I think at some point we just gave up and just like let it roll. But yeah. Uh, yeah, total nightmare. But so, we, we, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we, so this winch bullshit goes on for it had to have been a few hours. Hours, because uh, yeah, we it, were we were originally planning on leaving at like six or something, and it was not six. No, no, it was not. It was very. It was. Very dark at this point. Um, it must have been like eight or nine. Before, no, maybe. No, it was like eight or nine before we decided we needed help, and somebody went and got John. <laughs> <laughs> and John couldn't get the the excavator up there. He had a big excavator that he used. It was so fucking buzz. cold, the thing wouldn't start. Yeah, we'd we'd uh, used the excavator before to rescue Graham. Oh, that's right! I forgot we used it to yank me out of the mud. Yeah. After our geniusness, we're sitting there for like an hour trying to pull him forward through Instead like... of backwards. <laughs> <laughs> You're committed. You're like, we gotta continue on. We, we were have so to get dumb. We literally sunk the thing almost to the point I sunk it at uh at Roush Creek. That was the worst time. But this yeah. honestly was this like gave it a the run headlights for were under, but it wasn't water under the water. The mud had pushed all the way up to the headlights. And Ooh. we're sitting there trying to pull him straight through that. Yeah, we were dumb. We were very dumb. <laughs> I was literally pulling mud out of my fucking Jeep for probably two years before it was like <laughs> almost fully free of Rocky Mountain mud. Uh, mud stupid. Um, Stay out of the mud, kids. Until I, until I fucking dunk it in another mud puddle. Uh, the electrical problems, the shit everywhere it's just not worth it for a rock crawler no. just doesn't make any sense but uh, but just to wrap up the story we um we eventually john came out showed us how to rig the stuff to pull him out sideways we ended up with a high lift jacked him up pulled him sideways got him back on the trail got him back down the mountain yay you had about three inches of ice on the bottom of your boot you couldn't even yep. stand in the yep. uh, in the cabin because it was like rounded, <laughs> so he had like he had like orbs like glass orbs on the bottom of his Ugh. feet. He couldn't. Yeah, stand. Oh, it was hilarious because <laughs> I'd been standing like in the creek part of the trail the whole time. And, yeah, it was yeah my shoes were just completely froze, <laughs> and of course my transmission line blew off like as we we're getting ready to leave. I don't remember that. That's probably oh yeah. Like as we as we were loading up after we'd warmed up in the cabin for a few minutes and were like getting in the jeeps to go, I made it like three feet and the cooler line blew off again. (laughs) (laughs) So under the jeep, fixed the cooler line, 
finally pack up and we get on the road. And I think Graham and Dave must have smoked at least two cartons of cigarettes just to stay awake. Yeah, there was a lot of nicotine involved in uh, making that work. Uh, nicotine's so good for that. It was like Where? every every three seconds I would watch a cigarette fly out of one of their jeeps. It was bad. <laughs> Dave was like nearly asleep. He said he was just following my rear diff by the end. He was just looking at the diff. He said he saw a kitty. So he said, just follow the kitty. <laughs> the, ki- the kitty? The kitty. What was know. on your he differential? Was like, you know when you're so tired that you start like hallucinating? Uh, like, and just things aren't quite what they are. If you've never stayed up in a, for a, an extended period hours. of time for a long amount of time, you probably wouldn't know. But I guarantee you, most people who have stayed up uh, for a long period of time know, like, the second half of that. You know, once you like cross the probably like twenty hour mark, things starts they start to get a little weird. Like you're mm. still it's still all there regardless of, you know, caffeine and whatever else, but like you start there's like subtle like twinges of hallucinations start happening. You start like it's just not quite one to one. It's there's no good way to describe it. It's not bad, but it's just yeah, like I've never I've never been that deep into the rabbit hole. Mine has always just been the long blinks when you're like, fuck, how long did I, I don't, I don't for? do the long blinks anymore because I, I, I fender bendered <laughs> my parents, uh, expedition that way. Uh, oh, so man. I will never fall asleep driving a car again, <laughs> but, Dude, it's uh, so scary. It's fucking scary. Oh. Uh, yeah. I did that coming back from a girlfriend's house, driving my old Jetta. Nothing crazy happened, any, but like I genuinely remember. I think I was asleep for a solid twenty seconds. Like I, I, the only reason I woke up was because when I would let off the throttle in my Jetta on D cell, it would pop so fucking loud and bang that it was the only thing that woke me up. And I remember just like waking up, like holy fuck! I don't even was that a blink? Was I asleep? Where the fuck am I? Oh god! Like gives me, gives me PTSD thinking about it because it was just like wow, that could have been fucking terrible. Yeah. Fuck. Never the only other time enough. I've been close, uh, and I wasn't that close because I know I, I I knew I was fucking tired and I had to like, I it was like full mental energy into staying awake. Was when we were going to Roush. This is after I had spent spent the whole time staying up trying to. We were trying to get Sean's Jeep ready. Jacob, I'm sure your drive wasn't much better. Oh, it um, wasn't. Yeah, but I, we were trying to get that ready to go. Um, didn't work out. Had to put mine together, put that on the trailer, and I had to, for whatever reason, we were taking Colin's truck. We weren't taking my, oh, because I was tired. That's what it ended up being. Uh, that wasn't the initial plan, but it ended up working out. We were going to take Colin's truck, which he is can't legally drive in Massachusetts, so he was like, you're going to we'll hook the trailer up to my truck, and you'll drive my truck. And what driving Colin's truck, no issue at all, because it's something new, it's something engaging, I didn't. I'd never driven the thing before. There was a lot I was mentally doing that was taking my mind off of the fact of how fucking tired I was for that hour. But when I was driving my truck with the trailer and the Jeep behind it, uh, there was one time uh, taking the turn from 95, the exit from 95 to 90, that I was like, that moment right there, I need to not, that can't happen. Like, there was a split second where I, like, wasn't quite there it's horrible get your sleep kids yeah fuck that yeah 
Whew. So, but anyways, we made it home <laughs> uh, after the the snowstorm. Maybe that's why I don't mind uh, working in the cold because <laughs> that trip was fucking cold. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's that was like it, a, that was a different kind of cold too. That was just like like it fuck was you cold, wet and cold, and we were working and trying to not have a jeep roll off, roll off the edge of a side of a mountain. Uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was a good time. I'd do it again. Maybe yeah. not quite in that uh, scenario. I mean, the pig's still there, like evidence. Uh, that's the best part. Is we literally left that thing, and John was like, "Oh yeah, don't worry about it. I'll move it." Things never moved. It's been there for six years now, you think? Six years. It's Did a little get... more cubular. but It's probably because, it's, A, <laughs> yeah, people probably drive and flex on top of it. And yes, B, no, it's literally, because you didn't give him a title. So it, he it is an RCI it. ramp. Actually, we brought the title. Oh, okay. So at least he had the title probably at some point. Oh, oh my yeah. God. No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure we gave it to him. Uh, Dave, yeah, Dave signed the title over to him that night before we left. <laughs> but it's still there and i just i love it it's fucking amazing that the thing is still sitting there in a like crumpled heap yep. brings back the you know memories right uh usually yeah. people move things around and, and change it up but you know this one occasion i'm totally fine with that thing staying but that was the extent of our rocky mountain trips i think that was the last one we really did there were a couple times we tried to get back up there later on. I was trying to get just, the club to go up there yeah, for a while. But the issue with, with that is, like, it's really... We're the closest ones to it, and it's still three and a half hours away. It's so it's still, a tough drive. I'm in Maine, and it's still two and a half hours from me. Yeah, so it's a tough drive, and I don't know Jeez. what the property looks like now. It'd have to be, like, an exploratory thing you go and, like, see. Yeah. But... And then we decide if it's worth the club going. But there's so many other options that we have available that, you know, it just really hasn't hasn't come back up. The property is is. You'd be willing to go for a trip. You would be. Yeah, yeah, because so so we actually passed one of one of the guys that works there. Me and Jess did on our honeymoon, and we I ended up having like probably a ten minute conversation with the guy. Was his name John Steele? I don't know. It was at 55 miles an hour on the highway. We were yelling <laughs> across the wheel. <laughs> that sounds like something the owner would have done. <laughs> so I, I don't actually know his name. Gotcha. John's like shirt a... Shirt or no shirt? Um, I think it was a tank top he had on. Mm, might not have been Sean. I have even John. in the like, um, the John has never adventure. worn a shirt. Even in the Ultimate Adventure videos, no shirt. <laughs> Unless Wait, Ultimate I, Adventure I, went there. Yep, yep, they did. Really, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, maybe it is worth going if Ultimate Adventure went. We never actually hit any of the actual trails either. That's the no, other thing. Because we were a on lot of baby really... jeeps and we never went up to the big stuff. There's a lot of hill climbs and stuff there. It might be fun. I don't know. Might be worth checking out. Hmm. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would totally be willing to be that sacrificial pig. Think well, we could do it as a group. I don't see why not. We could get the close knit group to go, and it'd be so fun time, regardless of how bad the trails are. Let's oh, be yeah. honest. Yeah. No, it's a. Uh, it's 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 definitely a different property from from what you see. He's. Uh, I mean, it's it's very laid back. Uh, there really I aren't any. I believe the rules. rule was don't die. The speedy thing has right of way. 
<laughs> the speedy thing, meaning whoever's going faster has right away. Yes. I mean, <laughs> he's not wrong. <laughs> it's a good <laughs> philosophy to live by. Yeah, it's it's a pretty uh, it's 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 very laid back rules, and it it it's way up in Maine, so I mean, it kind of works out. Like it's just you know, it's it's do what you want and don't die, and yeah. that's, there's not enough of that in New England, so uh, it's yep. refreshing. But as that concludes our Rocky Mountain adventures, yep. Was there anything else you did with that jeep before we? Um, I don't know if we were allowed to, but the the thing we did in in Connecticut that we oh, may or may not no. have done. I don't remember if that was a thing that we that we may or may not have done, or if that was a thing that we did. <laughs> I don't know what the deal with that was. That was um, that was just a weird yeah. day. I don't. I don't know if those were legal or not. I'm hoping they were. So um, am I. Other people were on it. This was way back before I was in an NEA club, disclaimer. Yeah, <laughs> it was definitely a well-traveled area, but... There were rig- rigs that were on it. We were not sure if... Th- I don't I don't know if it was it was something you were supposed to be doing, but there was like... There were trails. Uh, very clearly uh, trails that vehicles had been on. It wasn't a walking path, that's for sure. Uh, we yeah. didn't see any walkers, so... <laughs> And I don't the, know. The tracks were all larger than ATV size, so yeah, no, I don't even remember the name of that place. Nope, uh, neither do I. It's um, that was, that was a, a, a Dave took the lead, and we kind of followed. And yeah, it was a Dave adventure. That's when you got the blue spray paint because you smashed it on a tree, and you were like, "I don't want it to rust." So you took yeah, a can of joking. blue spray paint out of your fucking <laughs> back pocket and sprayed the A pillar with it. <laughs> Blue paint, like I, Smurf blue. Oh no, 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 it was it was engine enamel. It wasn't even paint. <laughs> okay. You guys, that's Connecticut. I don't know. No, it might have been Rhode Island. I don't remember. We drove through Rhode Island to get there, but I don't remember about? if we were in no. Connecticut or not. No, no okay. I don't. I didn't know if you were talking about Blackstone or not. I don't remember uh, where we were. It was. Uh... It had a name, but I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> yeah, it's. it's I, I don't want to remember the name of it just in case. <laughs> there really wasn't. No, nothing special happened there. That was really the last thing you did with it, and then we scrapped it. Yeah, that was the last wheeling trip it went on. Yep. Shoot. Uh, and then I welded a set of shock hoops into the back, and then never attached shocks. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, we did put the shock hoops in. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> for some reason, in my mind, I was like, yeah. Desert race jeep. That's what. <laughs> yeah, because he he wanted the fiberglass fenders. He wanted. I was like, oh no, yeah, so no stupid. Yeah. Well, good uh, times. Good times terrible, with that thing. Terrible times, uh, but it was. I was never gonna fix it. I didn't do any preventative maintenance on it. We drove uh, it thirty miles an hour down like Canal Street, that main road in Salem, Cody. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. McDonald's and the O'Reillys on it, uh, and it was. It felt like death. Like I felt. I thought I was gonna die. Well, that was that was that was the benefit of driving that Jeep is you couldn't get tired because if you got tired, it tried to kill you. (laughs) Yeah. That's hysterical. It would uh, it did have enough suspension flex. It would pick one tire up off the ground if you cut the wheel really hard and stood on the gas. Wait, like going down the main road, it would do such a thing. I got it to do that pulling into O'Reilly's. Oh, my God. It was that was, was that with the broken shackles issue that I had? Yeah, yeah. The that was with the broken shackle with no shocks. It was it was not doing it because it was cool. It was doing it because it was broken. 
Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta love Terraflex shack, shackles. Hey, those one thing I will say. Never once unloaded on me in a way that would have flipped the Jeep over. If or you been see scary. Jacob Matthews advocating for Terraflex sha- shackles in Club XJ, just ignore him. He's done it multiple <laughs> times. Uh, there, he's wrong. He's completely wrong. You don't want Terraflex shackles. If I never I rolled that shit box with no fucking shocks, you're fine. Well, I mean, it sounds like Jacob has a point. Uh, I mean. I drifted also, that piece of shit through two lanes of highway traffic off an on-ramp and didn't flip it over. He, He'll be fine. One of them literally wasn't even connected. His Broken opinion is completely invalid. Up. It could have been just no shackles, and so he I, probably, I, I his opinion wouldn't the, change. I fixed it I after you the did. first trip. I spent I $300 on a new set. Oh my god. That's stupid. You should have just put normal <laughs> shackles in it like a normal person. It would have been cheaper. Yeah, but free flex. Yeah, listen, <laughs> it's not free flex. It's, it's not stupid flex. It's like unload central, but it 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 felt very uncomfortable. I will say that they never unloaded, but it made everything the jeep did on a side hill very uncomfortable feeling. Yeah, I could imagine. I mean, that doesn't even sound like it'd be a fun time. Now. No. In a even in a full size rig, like I feel like that that would just be not helpful. Like you might as well just get good leaves, and then you'd have plenty of like hundred percent. You might as well just get good leaves that actually flex. You hear that, kids? No Terraflex shackles. None. Just buy a decent set. Unless you're really, really, really desperate for suspension travel. I don't know. the The rear doesn't even fucking matter as much as the front, honestly. No, At least no. that's my opinion. Um, I think. I mean, as long as one of your you you can have you can make do with one of them being stiff as a board and be totally fine. Uh, it's doesn't matter if that's the front or the rear. I mean, you see plenty of front leaf spring buggies with four link rears do plenty of work, like Eddie's buggy, his old buggy, um, the the bleeping Jeep thing, the cheap Jeep, yeah, uh, or the command Jeep, whatever they call it. Um, like all those are cool. Those are cool rigs. I mean, the issue you have with that is just the front um, approach angle can get tricky. But, um, I mean, <laughs> really, I mean, other than the ride quality, probably I mean, suffering. Bash the shackles into whatever you're going up. You'll be fine. Yeah, but that only works so much. Do your shackles get all fucked up? I don't know. Unless you you can use the crown shackles for the rears on the XJs work really well. I will say, uh, I was smashing shackles and cody i think this applies to you because you have a smash shackle i smashed I mine once or twice and then colin was like just get the crown ones it's what i've had forever they never they've never had that issue and he's he's not wrong they're like three eighths thick uh on the uh side branch and then there's a it's very simple there's like there's it's almost nothing it's literally the eyelet for the bushing on the top two pieces of three eighths bent to the shape of a leaf spring uh perch or shackle and a and a piece of metal connecting them in, in between and that's it and you can smash the crap out of them and they don't they don't seem to care so i've seen colin drag it i've and break leaves i've broken leaves they haven't moved they they just they lift shackles or are they just like a standard shackle i think it's a lift shackle i don't think it's a huh. standard one ask him about them colin knows what yeah. they are i don't remember what they are yeah uh, they're they're the crown off-road shackles just if you look crown up 
Crown Off Road, like the parts store company, I believe. I don't think they're anything special. Um, yeah, they just so yeah. it's yeah, kind of odd that they're so beefy and so like like the best option, like the JKS ones. No, 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 those things suck. Um, and any of those other ones that are like maybe the, the Iron Man ones are probably okay actually, but they're kind of weird because they're you know, like the twisty thing. There's a lot of option ways for that to break. I think it's hard to break two tabs of three eighths fucking metal <laughs> other than bending them, which they haven't done for me. So I can imagine uh, if I had better sh- uh, shackle angle, they probably wouldn't have had issues <laughs> to begin with. So no, you, you, smash them on, you smash them on a rock wrong and you know, it's game over. They'll crush. Happened They're all thin. Although bottom. it's not worth buying any of the thin shackles. If you're going to be smashing them off rocks, if that's been your problem, I'll just, I'd always point to those crown ones. They I've seen them. I've seen what they can take. I've, I've had them on my own rig now after doing that and haven't been recommended them. Uh, I'd, I'd choose them all day if I had to put them in a leaf spring rig. Um, I'll definitely keep that in mind. So I actually have a question, Mr. Um. Uh, so this is kind of how did you get from Jeeps and off-roading and stuff like that to now having like a show truck and then the shop? We might as well, I guess, try to tie the shop into this. All right. Well, uh, the truck came first, actually. Gotcha. So you've always liked ship boxes and hating reliable vehicles. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, my my the truck is my first car at 15 with my illegal contractor carpenter money. I went out and bought myself a 1977 F250. Mm-hmm. Uh, that had a big block in it because my parents, despite it being my own money, adamantly said, "You're not buying a muscle car." So wow. I said, "Okay, I'm gonna buy a two-wheel drive truck with a big block." Same thing. <laughs> And it worked. <laughs> uh, and I've always been into the, the drag racing, hot rodding car side of stuff. Uh, it wasn't until Graham started doing the off-roading stuff, and I started hanging out with him and Dave, that I got into the off-roading stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, which is part of why I ended up with the XJ, is when I was taking the engine out of the pickup to start building it, I needed something else to drive. The my XJ actually carried that block to the machine shop. That's pretty dope. Yep, it did not like it. <laughs> was it sitting? <laughs> like, was it doing a wheelie the whole way? Oh, the, oh, the yeah. teraflops weren't helping you out. No, no, they weren't. Not load bearing. <laughs> not load bearing. <laughs> What's the point of them if they're not load bearing? <laughs> they bend. <laughs> so. Okay, so you bought the the shit box to get the truck rocking and rolling, but then why why did you completely get out of not necessarily get out of it because I know that you still have a small intentional plan to potentially get an off roading rig, but like what made you just say? Oh, he has one. It's just not ready yet. Yes. Uh, so I never I never got out of off roading with the intention of staying out of off roading. I, um, so at about the time that I got rid of the XJ, because the XJ was just a piece of shit, I finally came to the realization that I hate this platform and I'm not going to build it. That was after we'd done the manual swap on grams and we'd been doing a lot of other stuff. And I realized, like, the Cherokee is 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag and it annoys me. Basically, everything I've done with mine, Jacob has either watched or participated in. And, uh, you know, he basically got the full. Uh, XJ experience without having to actually own one himself if he didn't want to. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I decided I wanted something with a full frame that was a familiar platform to me. 
So I have a bizarre obsession with these 70s Fords. I've always wanted one that was a 4x4. So I decided, screw it, I will find the worst possible condition one I can find on Marketplace so I don't feel bad about destroying it. And I'll buy that and build that into an off-road rig. Okay, and and are you? I know that you've done a decent little bit to it. Are you happy with that decision? Like, are you still thinking like, yeah, I want to go completely the crazy route on this? Yes, because it's a platform that I like, and it's a platform I know how to work with. I have a million and a half spare parts for it, and it's. I genuinely enjoy working on this one as opposed to hating everything working on my Cherokee. There was a little interim period where I bought a CJ7, which I still have and haven't really decided what I'm going to do with it, because it's really rough, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, the CJ should just take the top off of that thing, put a new uh, set of bearings in that rear diff, and then farm Jeep. That, that's kind of what I'm thinking. That's literally uh, like all you can do with it. It's so rotten. Back to back to your question there, Cody. What? Uh, where was that going? Uh, pretty much like how did how did the truck? Not like how did pretty much you were already kind of on the route of what you were saying, but like how did that get you into? Because you were a body shop guy, weren't you? Uh, I wasn't. So that was oh. that whole that whole intermediate period there. I was fresh out of technician school. Uh, and I had just started at the body shop there, I think, the first few years. And mm-hmm. I was the in-house technician. I wasn't doing body work yet. Uh, I had been hired specifically to do everything that the body shop techs didn't want to or couldn't do, which was, you know, pull suspensions apart, put suspensions back together, do the alignments, fix radiators, cooling systems. If there was a hybrid car, I had to rip all the hybrid shit out, put all that back in. Uh, you know, the stuff that the other people would probably die doing because they'd touched the wrong plug. Yep. yep. Uh, all that <laughs> stuff. Um, the we were, we were kind of a higher-end body shop, so I also did a lot of the assembly and disassembly of, like, the brand-new S550 Mercedes or whatever that would come in. You know, we'd get a, a Jaguar, or I think we had at one point a Maserati in. You know, the stuff the boss didn't want to get broken. Yeah, and that makes sense. So I was doing that for a while, and then it took me roughly five years to put an engine together, which is a terrible amount of time, uh, to finish my truck. So at some point in that kerfuffle, the, um, the body shop moved. I got laid off, and when I got laid off, I decided, screw it, I'm gonna buy a shop. If I can't work for you, I'm gonna work for me. And Mm -hmm. that was a horrible financial decision. Uh, Sounds just, like it could be, yeah. <laughs> the circumstances just so happened to line up where a friend of mine was getting out of the business, and I just there was an opportunity that I took, and I was not prepared for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, but it worked out pretty well. Uh, ran the shop pretty well for a while. Ended up going back to work for the body shop at the same time as running the shop, and I just kind of ran out of time to work on anything else. Yeah, and your your living situation really almost never lined up with that fucking place, which is no. the other problem. <laughs> uh, like that, that almost from never the beginning, right? I think initially it did. It um, initially it was great. It worked fine first couple years. That was before you even started coming by the shop. Yep. 
Uh, I think I was running the place for a year or two before that, uh, just doing basic service. And then during the day, I'd work at the body shop. At night, I'd work at the shop. Yep. Uh, worked great for a while. Um, and then I just started everything moving around and kind of lost interest in running that while trying to do other stuff at the same time. And that's when I came in and ruined everything. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's when we started doing the more uh, project-based stuff over there. Started doing the four-wheel drive and those things. And boy, was that a mistake. Oh, uh, yeah. But not um, really. I mean, it was fun, but like... It was fun, but it was... Yeah. It was like fun and rewarding when they were done, but sometimes getting that carrot at the end... With there the there was a frames. lot of there was a lot of management that could have been done that didn't get done. <laughs> yeah. Well that was the other that was the problem is we were basically running like a really shitty business without having any time to run said shitty business. Yeah, there there was there was no running of the business that was done. <laughs> it was literally chaos. You showed up and got what you could do done, uh, and you you brought your own supplies. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and and you use the boss's tools, and when you you break the boss's tools, he gets mad. Yes, <laughs> Jacob being the boss. <laughs> <laughs> now, with with you guys saying all these different, like I don't know, there there has to be one project that each of you in mind is like this was the worst. Should have never done it. No, you can't default to Sean's rig because that's not fair. Eight point one liter most- engine swap on a GMT eight hundred. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but that's a good one. <laughs> okay, do you want to get into a little bit about that and why it was the worst? Um, it was the worst because I didn't actually diagnose it. I trusted a friend of mine who is was a pretty decent technician and mechanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he diagnosed it for me, and then ha- it was his friend's truck, and his friend dropped it off with the engine in the bed. Like, just here you go, put the engine in. It was a loose torque converter bolt that they thought was a rod knock. Um, and i didn't diagnose it until i had already taken the front clip off wow so i just committed and 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 like half the engine engine was apart like yeah it was was already coming out like at that point it it didn't get to that point until like i was taking the torque converter bolts out to take the motor off and then i was like oh this shit's loose yeah so that that was was probably the worst uh and if you've never tried to shoehorn one of those pieces of shit into one of those, uh, it's, it's you, know, you think bit. Cherokees are tight. Um, the, those GMT, those eight ones in the GMT 800s, those things are in there fucking tight. Yeah. Uh, it was getting the motor mounts to line up specifically. I forget what exactly we were hitting, but it was like everything on the everywhere. The sides, like you couldn't, uh, I don't no, know. Ev- everything hit everything and it just, it was terrible. Yep. Uh, the only other rough job that came in through there, even when I was running the place as a standard auto shop beforehand, uh, nothing really was difficult. I, I I don't like to toot my own horn a lot, but I'm a fairly competent technician, and I didn't really struggle with all that much. So you're telling me Graham brought in the bullshit. That's what no, I'm hearing no, right no, now. The, the, oh, the, we the, don't the know. We brought an equal the amount eight, of bullshit. The 8-1 <laughs> was my fault, and then the only other one that stood out as a massive, massive, massive pain in the ass was a custom, another customer of mine's Bronco. Mm-hmm. Uh, first generation, 74. Um, 
hiding it from the wife. Don't listen to this podcast, Jesse. Uh, he had a, a, a red one that was kind of like Bubba's hunting truck. He paid a lot for it, and it was kind of a pile of shit. Had the 232 in line six in it with a manual, three on the tree. Cool truck. Cool truck, but his wife couldn't drive it, and he wanted something safe for his kid to ride around in. So naturally, he bought another one and told me to put a blueprint crate motor in it. Ooh, now not a brand new one. Not a brand new one. A used one that he found on marketplace. Uh, so you you couldn't even use your uh, your friendio that we all know from Blueprint. Uh, we to... could because he actually ended up helping me out a lot with the computer system and figuring out why that motor wasn't happy. Yeah, and this is the that's same friendio cool. uh, who who went to Rocky Mountain with Jacob. This is this yeah, is, that same friend. County. I so. okay. I didn't I didn't know if same, oh, yeah, I, don't I didn't know how yeah. public. I don't know. The story he's, goes around. He's, he's, kind, of a private person. We yeah, he's, he's kind of a private person, so I don't know. I don't like talking about other people's business oh, that don't know. It's he's more friend. All right, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he, he'll, he'll take it up with me, but I don't. That, nobody knows who he is. <laughs> Look him up on that, Facebook. Ask him about blue crate blueprint motors. He does turbo shit. Yep, it's true. Uh, but that whole truck was a pain in the ass because the guys who he had had the chassis built in Texas from the people who he bought it from, mm-hmm. who was supposedly this big deal dude does nothing but custom Broncos. Mm-hmm. And he shipped it up here and the fucking the floor pans weren't even primed like levels of bad. It oh. had ju- it, fresh paint job. The floor pans weren't even primed. Like what? there was no paint. It was just bare steel. Why? It was still covered in mud from when they dragged it out of whatever field they dragged it out of. They just did like a weird half-ass kind of restoration that didn't make any sense. They painted the dash, but they put all the original screws back in. Like nothing made sense. It wasn't a resto. It was a. It was a fucking hack job. A, a paint slap and call it a day. Um, but it's fucking, Texas edition, so they the, don't paint the track the bar was like three different pieces half-ass welded together by a kindergartner, like for the mount. Oh, it was just it was so bad. So yeah. this quick like engine swap job turned into I need you to basically rebuild this truck from the wheels up. And, yep. and with him the having doors in didn't mind... even close. No, the doors didn't even close, and the driver door wouldn't open once you closed it. And I'm and I'm sure he was probably thinking like somebody's already put he's already put a ton of money into it. Twenty six thousand dollars. Yeah, so he doesn't want to pay you guys. Oh no, would... no, no, he... no, no, no! Oh, he, that, he that, was comfortable. That, was, oh, that wow. was the initial pace. That's what he paid for it to get it to me. Jesus. Yes. And then I had to start working on it. Wow. That's that's rough. So it's pretty much like a... Uh, wow, that's bad. That's really that's fucking really bad. bad. Um, so the we, we swapped the motor. We did a blueprint crate motor 351, 347. That's what it was mm-hmm. with a AOD trans, overdrive, all that good shit. Ooh. Uh, switched the over to all electronic control. Yeah, transmission crossmember did suck. None of that was correct. No, I don't think the frame was square. No, nothing um, was right. That all was a mess. Yeah, it was like buy all these nice parts, and then oh, it doesn't fucking work because the, either... the truck itself is fucked up. Yeah. So that took forever. I had to go through like three different radiators to get shit to work. It was just it was a night. Oh, every I that. every <laughs> single part on the truck fought oh. for no good reason. Yeah, that I mean, sucks. like we've had some some, you know, trucks that have sat for a while. Like, 
or have been in the shop for a while, but most of the time it wasn't a wasn't a fight that that was that wasn't self-inflicted like Sean's rig, we had you know, the issue there that I I learned a lot about, I don't know about you Jacob, was like well don't hit the deadline if it's going to mean you're going to half ass a yeah, a bunch of shit exactly. that you're gonna have to rip out. I spent probably two weeks unfucking all the things I had quickly thrown together to try and make a deadline that I had, you know, arbitrarily set. That well, that's why I never gave Jesse a deadline. I just said, listen, it might be ready today, but probably not. Yeah, because uh, that, that gets old. That gets that gets really. Oh well, uh, it would also be like I would I would finish it. The truck would be done. He'd take it for a, a lap around the block in something. That wouldn't break. run right. I remember that. Yep. Ugh. It was. Yeah. It just kept fighting. Um, but it's. He's. I'm still in contact with him, and he's enjoying it. He's having a blast. A uh, 347 crate motor on 35, uh, 33s uh, to take his kids to the beach. So. Oh my god, it's Fun. way overkill. The thing breathes fucking fire. <laughs> it's great. We were, we were oh legitimately scared to give it to the guy because it was. It was so hot. Like it's a hot truck. Like it is. It is very <laughs> very detuned. I think I took like eight or nine degrees of timing out of it just to get it kind of I remember he, reasonable oh for this guy. It's got full like dual side exhaust. And I remember when we were like trying to get it to, we were messing with the timing because the computer timing wasn't setting it right. So there was some timing going on and Jacob had, I don't know what you did, but it was shooting flames out of both fucking tailpipes. Uh, I think I've got a video somewhere way, way yeah, back. They were, they were good three feet long out the end. Yeah. Full exhaust. Oh, absolutely insane. It's because it was rich as fuck. And then no, it was. It was. And then, and it was just literally igniting the fuel as it was exiting the vehicle. Yes. <laughs> it was great, uh, but not great. Uh, turns out what had happened is the, the reason why the person had sold the engine in the first place is because they couldn't get it to run right. Surprise, mm. they had a big block Chevy tune in a Ford motor. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. So yeah. the timing is way off, right? It, because, no, the, the firing, firing order, the timing, yeah. nothing yeah, was the right. Fi the firing <laughs> order is the biggest thing. Yeah, it was completely that's wrong crazy. because it's there's like subtle differences. I don't know the deep, that's a Jacob question, yeah. but like there was subtle things and it was like, well, I mean, we were changing the like, spark plugs around or not spark plugs, but the plug wires around trying to figure out like what the hell, like trying different configurations to see what it was trying to fire in because it was just, it didn't seem right. And then we had that whole RTV snake bullshit with the brand new fuel cell. Like, oh, where did yeah. it come from? Uh, wild that, horse fucking thousand dollar fuel cell. It had RTV in the bottom of it, apparently. Well, and we don't sucked know, that up God. into the fuel pumps. Then we don't know where the RTV came from, but there was RTV in the fuel at some point in time and none of us put it in there yep. and then the fuel pumps it multiple fuel pumps i guarantee you were probably destroyed because it kept eating this rtv and we didn't know it because it it either got sucked up into the pump and then you could never see it or and then and just just it, the it only was a nightmare there was a lot only, of shit that could have been done better but the oh whole truck God. was a nightmare yeah there's just a learning experience but a nightmare Oh, I don't even know if that's a learning experience by the end there. It was just like... Oh, it was a learning experience. Never, never, ever let the customer take the vehicle to the exhaust shop before you know you don't have to take the fuel tank out anymore. Because the exhaust <laughs> shop will make it so that the exhaust doesn't come out, and neither does the fuel tank. Oh, they yep. welded it all together? Yep. Oh, God. All that's fucking bad. brand new stainless exhaust, all solid welded and non-removable. Wow. Yep. Nice exhaust. They did a Really job. nice, but... Not with what we time. gave them, there was like, I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, they literally required, we needed the O2 sensor to be on. So we literally welded this pipe on. Uh, and we're not. Extra and, foot on the header. 
and the disclaimer we'd got when we we'd give whenever anybody came in and asked for you know us to weld an exhaust on is we're not an exhaust shop it'll get done <laughs> but it might not be pretty we work on crawlers i my exhaust gets changed out every three months like <laughs> you're not yeah. it's not gonna be pretty i don't give a shit about what the welds look like because it's not gonna matter in about uh you know three trips so <laughs> uh you know it wasn't the greatest pipe there but it needed to be long enough for that o2 sensor we just gave it to him like that just open headers with a tube kind of welded on i forget what we had to do because it was going to hit the frame so there was yep. some there, there was not it. enough room to fit the fucking the pipe between the frame and the o2 sensor and it was a very tight fit getting that motor in jeez uh Sounds but we made it happen messed. what if the customer <laughs> wants it we make it happen yeah i will say and i think like you know the few customers we did actually have who came in with like decent decent things like that um you know the one thing we were good at is giving people what they wanted uh when nobody else would do it right yeah. when we have been, when we had nothing else <laughs> i mean that's that's literally all we were <laughs> that was part of the like, problem is we'd get it done when we probably shouldn't have like <laughs> there there were a lot of things that i probably should have no. just told jesse you don't need a crate motor let's leave the 302 in the thing but the customer no wanted a crate motor in his That's jeep no fun. fuck it yes yeah yeah <laughs> it's like how am i gonna tell this guy no to having fun come on yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> uh, just makes and more work for yourself remember the customer is always wrong and you can say no <laughs> Ooh, that's actually a really honestly that's a really good point i mean when yes. it comes to um like building cars sorta like they 99 percent of the people you, who are, you know more than the customer so just tell them that they're wrong if if they if you if they already knew more than you they wouldn't be going to you so correct you know and i think yeah. we ran into that with a few things um nils's tacoma um was a great that was build. A fun build that was fun. awesome awesome truck a grueling hours we put in to get that thing done on the time frame that he wanted in which was a mistake on our part we should have uh stayed hard on our on a <laughs> less ridiculous deadline there are a lot of 3 a.m nights for that one yeah but graham likes um, setting the, the unreasonable deadline oh yeah that's my I, go-to if you couldn't tell i um, used to i used to do that too back when i used to paint like I used to paint professionally and I remember there was this one where they were like, yeah, we want the whole house done by the end of the week. And I'm like, yeah, no problem. I got you because I was just excited to get the job. Not realizing like, you know, there's going to be about four nights out of that week that you're here till four in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, you can't let the excitement get the best of you, but we no, did can't. over and over and over, over and over again. again. And <laughs> as the shop owner, I should have been like, Graham, no, but I never was. And yep, you that just was let my me fault. do my thing. And it was amazing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, you know, will never, uh, uh, even though some of those days sucked and some of those projects sucked, I don't think they I'll were ever, always fun. I'll never look back at that place and not be like, that was, that was a ton of fun to, to, to do. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not upset that we're not doing it anymore because i mean and i think what really did it for me was the whole covid uh you know when covid started that's when i like fully committed and i was like okay well I, nothing i can't do anything uh mm -hmm. except go to the shop so that's what i'm gonna do yep. and then that's what we did for two years the entirety of covid and my routine didn't have to change because you know 
COVID wasn't affecting us there. Like it was just not yeah, a thing at the shop, especially in Massachusetts and Salem, which was brutal with all the COVID restrictions and just everything else. Like there was nothing else we could have done. Like that's what it was. And I think both of us got into a pretty bad, uh, you know, work habit. loop habit of uh, like, that's just what we were doing. And we were just like, just throwing ourselves at this stuff because that's what we'd been doing for two years. And, uh, you know, it just, it was going to break at some point. And I know you'd been talking about getting out of there a, a while. And yep. I really, and then I, you know, I finally made the move up to Maine. So then I was doing a two and a half hour daily one way commute. Yep. That's uh, fucking insane. Yeah. And that's, that's when I finally realized, okay, I, I'm going to, I'm going to pack it up and you, move you myself realized, fully. You realized it, but then you still helped me till six in the morning many times. Yes. Like the, the real hero of all of the stuff we talk about that I've done, like Jacob was there 90% of the time and also helping. He just didn't go on the trip. He then just drove two and a half hours home. Which is fucking, Fuck. like, I mean, it's badass, but it's also, uh, you know, it, it sucks. Like, I really, <laughs> now that you don't have a shop, and you don't have to worry about all that bullshit, you're not driving five hours every time you want to work on something. I really oh, want amazing. you to get that red I, I just, done. I roll out of bed, I walk into the garage, and it's like, oh, I can, well, I can't because there's a lift and toolbox all over the place <laughs> in my garage. But yeah. I go outside, and I can work on things. Yeah. <laughs> and it's fucking freezing right now. Actually, no, it wasn't. I don't think it's too bad up where you are right now. It wasn't too bad today, actually. I uh, I got some I got the spindles off the 60 and I got the um I got the the 44 out of the Ford. Oh, okay. Look at you go. go. Yeah. Uh that was miserable. I should have taken the um the sea bushing bolts out at the shop when I still had compressed air and power tools. Well, you still have it. You just need to plug it in. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I think I think the the change. Well, that was the problem. It's just all the jobs. I never had time to actually work on a rig. Yeah, I was just and always the, working. Yep, and just the overhead that that place required because of the location it was at and the. You know, I mean, the space was never really optimized for what we were doing with it, so it was hard to have things in there at the same time and actually get anything done. There was always oh, one yeah. that was sitting and one that was getting worked on. You couldn't really do anything else, or if the one that was you couldn't you couldn't take a project down for the amount of time it would take to deal with your own personal project because there always needed to be something else coming in and out. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, and and. I bullied you a little bit there on a lot of that. So uh, with, with some of my projects, which took way longer than we'd always expect every time. Right. But, and I mean, I just wouldn't bring my project in because I'd always rather bring in a, a revenue job over my own project. Yeah. And I'd throw so, you money if I was in there for, for a bit. Not enough, but some. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but Ugh. yeah, I mean, we did, what did we do through there? We did, we worked on Kevin's rig. Um, yeah. And sort of unfucked that thing. We did a lot of unfucking. There was yeah, a lot of projects. That, that was that... the the main theme, which was another part of the problem. Is we were basically just unfucking everyone else's problems. Nobody. We wouldn't be your first stop, but we'd be your last stop, right? Uh, it'd be like, <laughs> which I th I think is fucking cool because you know a lot of these places that would do the work just didn't didn't know how to do the things that or they just didn't care. Oh, yeah, or they didn't yeah. care. That's the biggest thing. I mean, I, I think even though we are always uh, just 
totally slammed with the stuff. We always tried to, you know, put in the... Put a little bit of effort into it, like, you know, you almost think of it like it's kind of your rig, but you also do a little bit better than you would have done on your own rig. Yeah, or I mean, even, or just... Right, we 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 because it was more of a hobby thing. I know you you had it as a it, at that point it wasn't really your main work no, for a lot of it, it. So it was it was it was it was basically a hobby shop, but we worked on other people's shit. So you know you you look at these things not like it's uh, a job. I mean, it is a job, and it's making you money to some but extent. But it's, it's side work. It's not it's not your main main yeah, income. Yeah, it's and... it's more of a passion thing. It's not a yeah. you know you want to get it right. You don't want to get it out necessarily exactly. which was enough that right there literally explains the entire problem of of that entire space now if the space was three times the size and it cost that much to rent it out it might have uh, worked it would have been fine <laughs> have six projects i mean or we just be uh, totally screwed because we would have buried ourselves yeah but that's probably more likely but you know it's nothing about that. <laughs> oh i mean that's that's the thing i i don't know if i'll take on any more uh the you know, side work projects, unless it's um, either something really simple that I know I can bang out in a couple weekends, or, you know, if they, I don't know if I'd build another full buggy again, unless it was like, not that Sean's was a full buggy, but with the, you know, there was a lot that needed to go into that chassis that I wouldn't have had to do had it been a fresh Jeep. And I just had to I'm put the tubes on it. I'm not that smart, and I'm already looking at a lease to own warehouse. <laughs> I'm just no. I mean, we're don't get me wrong. We're looking for a spot over over this way too. It's just a matter of time. Uh, but I don't think I'll do another full like build my Jeep from the ground up into a rock crawler without uh, a very flexible time frame to no time frame and a good chunk of change down or not down, but uh, you know. I, that, you know, you're just going to be straight up. Like, this is probably going to cost you, you know, fifteen to twenty grand to do yeah. properly, and I won't do it for any less. So, because right. that, otherwise you end up with, with with a mess of. Well, now you're trying to do things for the cheap, but then it costs more labor, and it's just. And we're not not that we were really counting a ton of labor, anyways, most of the yeah. time, which was another problem. But yeah, but that's something I've picked up through all the projects that we've ended up doing over the years is that I don't have any sort of time frame on this rig. It, it'll get done when it gets done, but I'm going to do it how I want it and how it's going to be done correctly. Yep, that's how it should be done. Um, and... Going through, I mean, I, have, I don't have really any access to the welding stuff, but I'm already like, I just bought new hydraulic lines for the... Uh, hydro assist because they're kind of chafing through it a little bit and it's sketchy and i mean i drove it to get beer for this this episode i'm it's back to being something that i'm driving more frequently it's didn't you drive it the other day yeah i did did no i I drove it to marvell's i but i just like i said i just drove it to the to the liquor store down the street to get to get beer (laughs) what the discount one yeah Oh, is that the sketchy one? I don't yeah, know. dude, there's like four shootings at that one. <laughs> four in that one. Yeah, but I mean that's over like 13 years. Oh so, I yeah, mean, it's, it's fucking it is, fine. Yeah, dude, that the, happens. The bank across the street from my old office in Wellesley, Massachusetts, which is like a rich, rich like tutti frutti town, has been robbed like three times. That was that's... the other issue with the shop's location: is the whole place was getting gentrified. When I first moved in, shooting every week. By the time we're fucking leaving there, we're getting yelled at for doing burnouts out back. Oh my god. 
Yeah, those stupid neighbors. Yeah, it, it, it's wild the amount of gentrification that's been happening in Beverly. We uh, we are right literally now. that in the next building over are the last industrial zone still in the town. Wow, yeah, like the only sketchy yep. spot left. Yep. And we loved Rip. it. And you guys, everything else is like in there. It's all like hipster stuff now, right? You can rent your two grand apartment, two grand single bedroom apartment, or uh. It was. It, to... I will admit, it was nice having like the little taco place pop up, the fish. Yeah, but they were the never corner. open. Like you always get good lunch, but they were never open. Not when we were working. Like yeah, well, I'd roll around we like six thirty. It's like what kind of taco place isn't open on weekends or past seven o'clock? Like, come on, how are they making money? Like yeah, good you're gonna go out of business. That's not a good business strategy. You're gonna have no. to be open on the weekends. You're gonna have to open till like. I don't know. Did like, you tell them that? O'clock. No, because they were never open. We went in there once. <laughs> should have wrote them a note and been like, I work for free over here. I know how to run a damn business. <laughs> 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 uh, you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, you go rent your apartment for way too much money. Go to butter your biscuit in the morning. And, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I don't know. That was an interesting it. spot. I will miss the tow guys, though. Um, yeah, I'm going to miss the tow yard. I'm going to have to swing by there every once in a while. Those guys are always uh, a riot. They'd, uh, you know, we were the only interesting thing happening, and those guys are in there, you know, for sometimes 24 hour shifts and <laughs> just sitting there, like, just shooting the shit, looking at what the hell we're working on. And, you know, they don't fully understand what exactly we're doing, but, <laughs> you know, they know it's cool enough that it's worth <laughs> paying attention to and just, uh, you know, shooting the shit with us and staying on our good side. I mean, I fixed the diff for one of the guy's trucks. Like, his 10.5 was totally smoked. And I was like, dude, I do 10.5s all the time. Like, let's Bring do it. Bring it over. <laughs> we, 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 he put it on his lift in their their uh, whole bay. They took the carrier out, uh, take, took all that stuff out. We reshimmed it, did everything right. It was like, it was kind of a pain in the ass because it's not a light diff. And I had to carry it between the two shops to, like, do all the work in in our shop and then bring it back to their housing and the other yeah, shops. They didn't have so a press kind of, over there or anything. <laughs> yeah, that was what it was, the press. They didn't have a fucking press. So like getting the pinion shims and everything right, it was like, okay, we'll check it. Okay, it's not quite right. Uh depth is not is off. Let's pull it back, put another shim in it, bring it over. Oh, too much. Put a thinner shim in it. And I did it like I don't know. Those it's always those ones that take, you know, f- five or six shots instead of, you know, two to three. I mean some of them you get them and it's like almost dead nuts on right on perfect the first time. And those are always, they're great. And it's always under easy circumstances, but the hard ones, the ones that take you, you know, six, seven, eight tries to get right. Those ones are always the ones that suck to do. So, and I have a pinion depth thing, but I don't think it works. It doesn't work for the ten fives. It's a pain in the ass. I, I think it works for the sixties, but I couldn't, it's not big enough for the ten fives to actually measure the depth. So you can't just get it, you know, Really close first on. You know what the really funny thing is? What? I found an entire depth gauge kit when we were when we were moving. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it had like it had like four different indicators and everything. It was like the the master gear set kit. Damn. Damn yeah. it! It was just right under his nose the whole time. Had no yep. idea. <laughs> Shoved oh, in the probably. corner. There's so much shit in that place. <laughs> Bro, that I was... found the Need for Speed Two cover wheels in the <laughs> shop when we moved out. Does somebody want to buy them? <laughs> <laughs> like the dubs or whatever? Like the... Yes, the, the DDR, whatever the hell, ADRs, whatever they are, yeah. on the cover of the game. 
What the fuck? That is crazy. You honestly, I bet you could find somebody who would buy those. Like throw them up on Ugh. Facebook. Somebody would. They're buy on them. marketplace. Anybody want them? Listen to the podcast. You, take a look. Did, did you put the under the Need for Speed Underground picture next to them? No, I send. I wait. I I wait for someone to message me, and then I send them that. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, you thought these were cool? They are even more That's cool now. <laughs> like in the best racing game ever made for the PlayStation or GameCube or whatever it was. Nostalgia, dude. Listening to Snoop Dogg and whatever else was on that fucking in-game radio. Ugh. That was Good the times. other main issue. Is there was just too much bullshit in there. There, there was. Like you guys had too much verticality. I think if there was more horizontal space, it would have been better. But there's just so much availability for people to just continue stacking shit. Not to mention your sketchy ass ladder. That thing was. <laughs> what do you rough. mean? What what ladder? No, the ladder is fine. All right. Oh, the the, the hole in the roof. So every once in a oh, while, no, you can just like you yeah, just that that's your mouth up that and get from a, day one. Yeah, there were there were a few jobs that I had to do on the front lift before Graham that were like I was doing head gaskets and a timing system on Subaru that I was just getting rained on. Oh See, no! By it, the end, that leak got worse too. I remember yeah. multiple times, like the it was like the wind would blow and it would push the water into the hole or whatever it was, <laughs> and then yep. you just get rained on. <laughs> See, but at least like if you ever thirsty, you can just like tilt your head back. I would not. Oh no! Nah, dude. What do you mean? It's a little little snack for your afternoon. Little crunchies. It's all good. A little mm. asbestos. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll pass. Absolutely not. All right. Yes. Next time. Asbestos. Next time. You and your asbestos rocks, dude. I'm telling you, we're we're getting poisoned up there at Badlands, but we'll I'll figure it out when I go up there. I'm gonna grab one and get it tested. Oh <laughs> shoot! That, what, I, oh my god! The podcast the is so much like Got the it. podcast is so much like a fire that <laughs> I didn't even realize that we didn't talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> that was that was a campfire conversation. <laughs> that was that was it was. <laughs> What? Cody has a theory that the rocks at Badlands are asbestos rocks, and I think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, hold on. Because does, he got it for free in one of these large form? Yes, asbestos is a rock that gets ground down into like these little fibrous like things. I'm not even bullshitting you. Um and like I have to see I have to find the picture of them. Because oh, so you just was... find wild asbestos? It, dude, one of the largest asbestos mines is just barely north of that in Vermont. <laughs> like the largest in the United States. What do we States. use asbestos for? We don't. You no longer can use asbestos in America, but we can no longer sell it in America. We m- there's many things. So like different oh, so interiors still, and just, cars has yeah. asbestos in it. Like out from China, dude. China still uses this shit like it's nothing. Like it doesn't cause like ridiculous problems with lungs and shit like that. They're just like, yeah, it's, it is what it is. Um, Damn. it's probably yeah. cheap. I think that the rocks are upset. I can't say that word asbestos. Yes, there is. So, okay, so I did an asbestos course, uh, about a month and a half ago, and it showed multiple pictures of different style rocks before they like not in the quarry, but like broken down into like three eighth stones which is like one of your average stones that you would use for like gravel, things of that nature. They're about three eighths. P stones are a little bit smaller, but whatever. Um, And I remember one of them being a white stone that when it's wet will bleed the white material off of it. And it's not like, it's not like the shit that you get from like home Depot that everybody puts around their little fire rings. No, 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 no. This go ahead. 
No, I was going to say that I, I remember vaguely the stones at Badlands bleeding like that. Yeah. And then after them saying that, like, one of the largest stone quarries, uh, asbestos quarries, um, is in Vermont, and that they have a massive pile that's currently causing a, uh, oh my God, what's the term? Ecological problem because water is running off of those stones and then putting asbestos in the drinking wells and shit like that. And that these people are just trying to, um, like get rid of it and he said he got it for free so i'm like bro what if this dude by accident got given a shit ton of asbestos and he has no idea and he's just like yeah this is a campground enjoy this <laughs> <laughs> just sounds so horrible yeah i mean i don't know i think i think that could go either way <laughs> that sounds sure. like a class action lawsuit to me yeah here it is i, I just know. i just found it well, the, like, the thing it that gets me is just how fucking much of that shit we breathed in Oh, yeah, yeah. You're probably like cooking those things in the campfire. This oh. is abandoned Vermont asbestos mine. It's literally just like a massive pile of asbestos. <laughs> like a pile of a. <laughs> yeah, this is all asbestos rock. Um, they look like that picture though. No, 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 no. This isn't exactly it. This is like showing crystallite. Oh, that's cr crystal asbestos. Chris is a type of asbestos that naturally occurs in rocks in Belvedere at, a, at Belvedere Mountain. Um, yeah, this is another thing of it. But yeah, what did crazy. you guys get crack asbestos as opposed to crystal? Like uh, <laughs> I don't know, but all I know is like, yeah, it's literally like one of the largest um asbestos mines is not far away. And yeah, I just thought I like just hearing all those different things, like, dude, I'm not good at math, but so, two plus two so, is so, fish. Like <laughs> I did yeah. actually just uh look up the mine on my GPS. Yeah. It's. It looks like it's at the northern part of Vermont, but Badlands is in the southern part. Okay, so it's probably not then. But so, still, there was multiple. There's still a few hours in between, but. Yeah, crazy, crazy I mean, stuff. They, they do make dump trucks. That yeah, and if you're that. trying to get rid of it, and some dude was like, hey, I'll take some for free. Oh, yeah, it is way up north compared to... Oh, Badlands. you're scaring us saying that the asbestos mine is right next to the place. No, I no, I could have no, swore, no. and this isn't the one, then there's a different one. I'll have to look more into it. But uh, you're making it sound like Badlands okay. was built the on guy the showed, The guy showed a map, and, like, there's a few different pins that were dropped, like, all in random... Stratton, Vermont. Oh, that's crazy, actually. That I just... Sorry. Anyways, like, there was, like, all across New England, there was, like, multiple different points, and one of them was literally, like, right here... And Badlands is like right there. Um, so right here in one Stanford. of the best swimming spots in our hometown used to be a lead mill. You'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, that's probably not a good place to go. Uh, Case Creamery, dude. Great spot. If you guys are ever at Badlands, go down to Case Creamery. Not, not, uh, have we ever gone there? I don't remember. Yeah, bro, that was where the foot thing happened. Do you remember? The foot thing? <laughs> what? Uh, dude, Grant, we are not. We are not getting <laughs> into this, bro. We are not getting into this. What's the uh, Apparently, thing? I sounds like you got feet. pretty deep into the foot thing. Okay, apparently, so, I have monkey feet. Yeah, uh, my my feet are more. Uh, he has uh, two knuckles, bro. He has two full blown. You knuckles. have two knuckles too. I'm sorry, I don't have fucking like tombstone feet. I don't feet. bend like yours, mine. <laughs> this man can literally hold. He can hold a fist with his feet, dude. <laughs> and it's actually kind of dope, like genuinely. But it all started because, uh, like Graham had his like his foot curled, and he was like just kind of like 
I don't know. He was just like rocking his foot while he's eating his ice cream. Wasn't really thinking about it. And all of a sudden, Marvell. Marvell is not one to be very PC when he talks about fucking anything. So right off rip, he just starts like ragging on Graham. He's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing with your foot? <laughs> Granted, at the time. He didn't have any idea what was going on. <laughs> it, it did look a little weird because like the grass and everything. It literally looked like he was like trying to rip the grass up with his like his feet. I or think I was. I was just fiddled with it. I didn't. Like, literally, it's never even occurred to me that most people have fucking tombstone feet. Like, I just thought everybody could do that with their feet. I don't really, oh. like, look at people's feet that often and be like, oh, can you curl curl them up like a hand? Like, apparently, that's uh, not normal. So No, that is not. I'm <laughs> sorry if you have tombstone feet. Uh, for all the monkey feet people, uh, uh, we're, we're, we're blessed, I guess. We can probably that's- stab somebody with our monkey feet. That's why Cody doesn't want a manual. He can't. He doesn't have that extra foot flex to operate the clutch. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, could, I could just take that pedal, take that clutch pedal and grab. Oh, hold so her where funny. we want it to be. I was fucking crying because I wasn't trying to, dude, I wasn't trying to bring that up. That was, you know, like, no, I, I didn't want to make shit. fun of Graham. just goes, yeah, I can fucking, I can hold, open a dude, doorknob with my feet. <laughs> why would i be ashamed of monkey feet that's like a cool fucking that's a cool trait that's like being able to see infrared or something like you don't you don't just not tout that it it just means that you are closer to your ancestors i I had to elaborate when you said you know the foot thing (laughs) because otherwise who knows where the fuck that's gonna go all right peg that up to another one of cody's interests (laughs) oh my no no i will not let that one fly the feet (laughs) feet freak me the fuck out (laughs) oh man god damn it you can't, no, nobody can see this, but I'm watching Cody on Google Maps frantically look for an asbestos mine in Vermont. No, this is Badland right here. This is oh. Badland. <laughs> I was like, I followed the, yeah, this is Badlands right here, but this is like an old ass photo because the bottom is like, this is not as dug out now and there's no uh, parking area right or this way. Yeah, it's way old. There's mm-hmm. no, uh, there's no asbestos rocks up there yet. They still have the fire pit. Oh, uh, and- yeah. <laughs> Uh, good times. Maybe it was all from here. Maybe this is the specific pit. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is, uh, I think this is Copperhead right here. I have no idea. Oh, yeah, a, you this go up rock and... No, that's too close to the entrance. So then, would this be the green trail? This isn't, that, like... this isn't good podcast content, Cody. I know, because they can't <laughs> see it, but that's their fault, not mine. They chose to listen, not be here, okay? Tonight I'll... on the Ecological Disasters podcast. <laughs> Where does your asbestos come from? We are 99.9% unsure that uh, there is asbestos at Badlands, uh, so... that's We're not trying I, to make a giant mess of this. It, we don't know. It's I a conspiracy it's like a theory that he's yet to be proved or denied. Wait, I've been in this. Okay. What? It just <laughs> bro, I randomly clicked on a random fucking town, and I've literally been here before. <laughs> I literally I'm randomly dropped a pin. That's fucking crazy. We Somebody's gonna to... go test Badlands now, and Cody's gonna have closed the park. It's me. It's me. I'm the one that's gonna do it. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you can buy like a twenty-five dollar kit from certain stores and test yourself. I have like a three million dollar tester at my job. I think I'm gonna trust that more than a, than a fucking what's that Wish.com tester. Well, if it's sorry, if it comes up positive, just no. like. 
just tuck it to the bottom of the pile and forget about it. <laughs> He's gonna be like, wait, why why did somebody test something positive? Why is this left in the history? Mm, I don't know, crazy. <laughs> like who would have thought? <laughs> this uh, random mountain used to be an asbestos mine. <laughs> but no, I don't think it's actually three million. It's just something like ridiculously excessive. Um Richie, by the way. I was just kind of fucking around. Um Yeah, it's uh definitely definitely one of those things that we shall see when time comes oh look at this little shitbox k-series do you uh, think an asbestos well, rock has oh. more grip than a granite rock mm, probably because it's fibrosis so or fibrous mm. fibrous 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 grip you can get cancer as you get grip but it's you not get... it's not in the asbestos rocks aren't in places that actually matter jacob it's only oh. in the, oh, the campground right. where it really matters <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah. anyways uh, we cannot confirm or deny uh, asbestos at Badlands. That's uh, purely uh, um, a, a a Cody. Uh, what's the word? Piggly wiggly. Cons- conspiracy. <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> theory. Uh, and. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Cody. You're uh, gonna need to turn Google Maps up. Poisoning. Call one eight hundred Cody Law. You may be entitled to financial compensation. Yeah. You just pulled up Piggly, a store called Piggly Wiggly, on Google Maps as I'm just randomly that. dropping pins, <laughs> <laughs> seeing what showed up. Oh man. But anyways, what the hell? Did, so I don't even I don't know, know where we were. We were kind of reminiscing about the, you know shop projects and then we got onto asbestos and all that crap right. um there probably was asbestos in the shop projects oh who fucking knows i, I mean it, at this point it's everywhere there's definitely uh, asbestos in that mga oh without a doubt no doubt in my mind i mean there's almost i think they guarantee that there's asbestos in like new kias and shit like that so new kias yeah, because they they come from like Korea and places where there's no laws against using asbestos, and there's no law against us buying outside sources. Well, asbestos, asbestos. is only bad if you like disturb it, right? Uh, yes and no. If can... we, this is not the asbestos podcast. I know, I know, I know, I know. But yes, it's mostly only bad if you can like tear it apart and make it into a dust particle. So yeah, it's fine. It's all fine. Yeah, we'll be just good. Don't pick up the yeah. rocks at Badlands. Yeah, just, be just don't do burnouts at. Badlands, uh, I guess. Um, <laughs> on the rocks specifically. Uh, All right, there we go. And yeah, and on that note, I, I mean, unless we have anything else to, to, to add here. No, see, I know we talked about it, but I feel like I feel like Jake might have an animal fact for us that would amaze us. Like I know, I, fact. see, I know we talked about this. We had a little meeting. We had a conversation. We were gonna, we were trying to intervene on the animal facts. We're probably no longer gonna ask people animal facts because it really puts them in the hot seat. But we're gonna put Jake in the hot seat. I feel like Jake Give us the animal one. fact. Oh, and I got he's got it. He works well, on a farm. He has to. What kind of animal fact would you like? Anything. Anything? Anything Anything. that I probably wouldn't find on Google within 10 seconds of searching. You got something like that? Uh, Yes. The Africanus pixidilius frog uh, can actually grow to the size twice, or roughly twice the size of a dinner plate in captivity if you raise them right. What the the hell is that? This is is the shit I like, though. This is why we keep the fucking question. So so you're saying over, like, 24 to 30 inches in size? You, you, eh, it's difficult to get them that big, but you can get them over sixteen. That is impressive, and you have really small dinner plates. It's an yeah. Africanius 
Uh, I probably oh, butchered Bildic that. Africanus oh. Pixadelius. Oh, is it the uh, African bullfrog? I can't remember what the like pet store name this for it is. This motherfucker's huge. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch is big. Oh my god. Oh, it's damn big chungaroo over here. Holy fuck. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. Big boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if this is the right thing. It's just a big bama jamma. He, look, he looks yep, like that's, uh that's the correct one. So this looks for the people who aren't listening, or well, fuck if you're not listening, that it doesn't apply to you. But if you're not here to watch it and you're listening, it looks like Job of the Hut, but with little frog legs up front and just this squishy little wet, moist body. And yes, I said moist just to make a few people uncomfortable. They so, are hilarious and they are very social. You got to think Job of the Hut is probably pretty moist too. So you don't even really need to describe uh, Job of the Hut as <laughs> moist twice. Jabba Hut makes me moist. <laughs> <laughs> so you actually had one of these things then, so you know about them. Yes. Okay. That's, that's so fucking sick. cool. See, this is the shit. That's why I like this question. Now I do See, have a that, That's why the question started was for things like that. See, we just got to prepare people. I think that's the biggest thing. I think we if we give them like, hey, if you have an animal fact, we'll cue it up. If you don't, then we'll just, you know, we don't need to do yeah. it. Um, actually, we could also like you know pull the people like if the listeners still want us to ask. Like, listen, we're 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 actually yeah. still we're... active on a podcast. Let's not go over brainstorming okay, on how we're gonna make the podcast. I have another question then. Okay, we... hit us with the next question. Well, I have to ask my tire question. I mean, like that's a fucking given. Um, uh, we already know the uh, answer. Uh, he's Mr. Good, uh, Jacob, but... Mr. Jacob, Mr. Oh, yeah. Jacob, what is your favorite tire and what is the worst DOT tire? The wor- okay, so I haven't run stickies that isn't a Mickey Thompson slick. So no, fuck stickies, stickies, no stickies, yeah. DOT, that's DOT. unrelated. So my favorite DOT tire of all time is the original BF Goodrich All Terrain KO. What dry rot and all? What? Dry rot and all. Hold on, googling. I've done a oh. lot of googling today. Uh, okay, I I still have a set on my '77 Ford. Two-wheel drive, open diff, 450 Why? Why? So, what? I bought these tires brand new when I first got the truck. About 10, 11 years ago. They're still at half tread. That's because they're rocks now. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And I daily drove this truck everywhere, through anything. Didn't give a fuck. Blizzards, everything, open diff, no chains. Truck never got stuck. Truck never slid off the road. Truck never had a problem. Into a school bus, though. That was my fault. That was no, not was, had to bring it up. I wasn't going to say anything unless you said slid, and then you did. So I had. I to. did. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> truck has been totaled once, but we'll forget about that. It was totaled once. It wasn't yes. bad. It was just the insurance bad. company would have totaled it. I rebuilt it all out of pocket. Do you think it was okay. actually the bus's fault because they were not on the KO originals? That you no, the bus was it? parked. It was 100% my fault. Okay, okay, but think about it this way. What if... <laughs> uh, okay, so our, our high school had the worst parking lot in the history of parking lot designs. It was like a three-tier fucking weird thing, but the rear parking lot only had one way in and out, and it was kind of uphill. So the school before a snowstorm or some shit had decided to park their like sports bus over in the corner of that parking lot, like half on a hill. And 
leaving school that day, and it just barely snowed a little bit, but there was like an inch of ice under the snow. Mm-hmm. And I hopped in the truck, fired it up, and ripped on out of there to go home, and it just, you know, cut the wheel, slide downhill towards this stupid fucking bus. And I decided, you know what, I'm not gonna, because I think I could have driven out of it if I just hammered down and went for it. But mm-hmm. I, I weighed the options in the, like, I had like 10 seconds to just sit there and enjoy the slide <laughs> of just, oh, this is gonna suck. Um, but I decided instead of raking the entire side of the truck against the bus, I'd just, Head you first. know, I'd, I'd, I'd take the front bumper impact and, you know, big deal i buy a bumper fucking 200 bucks yeah well the bus was parked on a hill so i hit with the corner of the hood oh, oh. yeah if you know 70s forwards you know those hoods are like fucking like loaves of bread yeah no um, i mean gold the, i don't know about that They're the big issue husband. is those trucks are bendy that's part of the reason why i bought one as a four by four because half the flex is in the frame <laughs> so when i hit with the hood the bed hit the back of the cab. Oh, I Ooh, forgot about that. That's how bad those things like flex when they when they bend. That's rough. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Wow. All right. I, but in these first tire, but back worst to the tire. tire. So those tire. tires were the best. The worst tire, I have to say, is going to be what the hell did I put on my mom's JK? I regret doing it so bad. Those things, like you lost traction in the rain. Um, Probably fuck, be a all terrains. <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't all terrains. They were um, they were a mud tire, and they were Patagonias. Were they the Patagonias. They might have been Patagonias. No, I can't remember, can't, but they no, were. I don't think it was. How, no, how they were. They, were. they were like, um, they were terrible. Uh, I'll figure out the name at some point, but Patagonias also suck. So that's, I'm going with that. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, that's, that's a fair answer. Can't think of it. Patagonias. Yeah. <laughs> solid cop out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, well, the problem is I haven't were really they pro had. Comps? They were pro comps. Ah, really? That's what it was. That they were pro comps, MTs, pro comp MTs. Yep, pro comp MTs. The JK, like I spun that thing out in just rain. Well, wow. I mean, mud trains are not great in the rain or snow, and that's, no, but um... like some of them at least kind of work in the rain. That was just like those things sucked. They didn't work in anything. My Jeep sucks in like like not deep snow because if you if there's right with the locked front you can't really have it on the road with in light snow because and i'm only talking from a road perspective like you can't have the front wheel the front wheels engaged and use it on the road and and be able to turn especially if it's kind of slicker you're just going to go straight anyways so you were stuck with rear wheel drive (laughs) when you're stuck with a locked rear end and rear wheel drive with mud tires that don't have a lot of siping to collect snow to give you the traction that snow gives because well, the only no, thing no, that no. sticks to snow is you snow see, uh, that's why that's, snow, and yeah that's where you're wrong because there is that. one key thing to driving in snow you need to match your wheel speed to your momentum you need to have cojones i i'm i'm not saying the, that's i'm just the saying BFG, that, the all-terrain ko's are my favorite all-terrain like if you're going to daily drive on a tire buy those but you can't because they discontinued them so sucks to be you 
Yep. Um, I have to go back to the 90s or something, whenever those things came out. My favorite mug tire is the Kumo Road Venture MT. We're going to see how these Federals I have on the Ford do, but my, my favorite is They're Gs. They're not going to be good. No, that, I mean, they, they should do all right. It's a heavy vehicle. You should be able to drop into like three or four, and it should be able to do something. But it's, I can't it's imagine it's going to do anything though, that's the problem. So, oh. so I can say, Jacob, that the Federals, as a, uh, you know, the uh, tread design, do perform quite well. Well, that's good to know. Because I actually... Uh, when I got rid of my black Dodge, it had 35-inch Federals on it, but they were like a load range D, I think, or a load range E. One of the two. I think my IROX were a load range Z. Those fuckers <laughs> are so goddamn hard. Oh, that is awful. <laughs> yeah, uh, zero PSI, and they did not squish whatsoever. Nothing. Oh, they look like they were at 30. I'm actually yeah. really annoyed. Kumo started making the Road Venture in a 37. And oh. they only made it in a 37 for like two years. And the last time I checked recently, it was no longer on their website. Rip. That sucks. Yeah. You're just going to have to call your local Walmart and uh, just call every Walmart actually and just say, hey, I'm looking to get some Kumo. In <laughs> just get them one at a time. But uh, you're going to have to get a bunch of different phone numbers. I can help you out with that. Uh, <laughs> we can just get an entire. We can get an entire like Zoom company account and just generate phone numbers, and you can call <laughs> each Walmart and actually just too much work. In a thirty-seven. You or can we always can send everybody from the podcast call their local Walmart and ask for a Kumo and a thirty-seven, and maybe they'll bring it back because it is a Walmart tire, right? That is, it is, it is a Walmart tire. <laughs> you could always just like hire a scam place to like get all of the Walmart call like phone numbers, and then just have them call them for you. And then, like, well, as long as we're back. doing that, you might as well have them call General to see if you can get a sponsorship. Dude, let's oh, go. Oh, absolutely. Anymore. Honestly, I'm sad because General a Walmart doesn't make sponsorship. 40s. They don't make 40s, and it makes me sad. Uh, Walmart, Walmart sponsorship. sponsorship. Yeah, that's the shit we need. Yeah, we need a Wally <laughs> World sponsorship. God, come damn. on, Wally World. <laughs> we got asbestos conversations. We got. Monkey feet. We, <laughs> <laughs> we are brand friendly with Luke around, I swear. <laughs> we run failing businesses. Uh, oh, yeah. All that the we time. just, you know, right into the ground. Ditch. You yeah, run straight into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> they could ask us for, you know, our advice on many different things. I think it'd be very successful. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got a lot of knowledge. It's a lot of, <laughs> lot of real. You know what knowledge. I like more than this Lamborghini? <laughs> what is the fucking saying back in the day? Uh, the Lamborghini is like knowledge. What's you know what's better than this Lamborghini? Knowledge. That's why I have all these <laughs> books in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought of that saying it forever. Oh man! <laughs> all right. Any closing thoughts? No, no, no closing thoughts. Right, we're all good. Yes, sir. Cody. Yes. What are your plans for this wheeling season? Oh, geez. Get the Jeep done. Go wheeling. That's the plan. This... That's wrong. Your plans are to go buy a side-by-side, because that's what you really want. No, 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 no. I don't have the <laughs> money for a side-by-side. What do you mean? <laughs> well, and on that note... Yeah, hit it with it, Graham. Oh, I don't know. what I, I was hoping you were going to fill in on me oh, when I said man, that. Um I'm... I'm stupid though. I don't know Keep what I'm doing. Keep your asbestos rocks in the asbestos mine, and uh, if you're gonna get a frog, get an African bullfrog. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>